0: Welcome to the Salcast on Sunday the 20th of April, uh, 2014, Easter Sunday in fact. I'm your host Dan Train, John today, Zachary Burgess. <laughs> Say my name first because Rob still hasn't actually managed to get to the couch well, now he has. And Robert Kemp. I have arrived. <laughs> he is on the couch, and so am I.
1: I'm going on couch for this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's an on couch based podcast.
1: <laughs> I just want to know, I was looking at the the description of Silver on Wolfram Alpha and there was a term there that I don't understand. New <laughs> sciencey types might be able to explain. Okay, yeah. Zachary
0: specifically, the chemical engineer. It's not a Troy ounce.
2: It's a just a. It's just a type of ounce. It's just Another like a unit different
3: unit of right.
0: mass. So yeah. what makes it more? Troyish. I think it's, it's just the name. It doesn't mean it's from Troy, or maybe it does. <laughs> maybe it does, <laughs> but it's one of those because imperial units are weird, aren't they? Like, like there's gallons, and then there's US gallons, and there's like they're mm. not actual gallons. It's probably the same with ounces, like oh, yes. yeah. like and miles. There's nautical miles, or and there's like... statute miles, and there's like a million different kinds of miles. Or is it like we decided to have?
2: 17 Troy ounces to to (laughs) a (laughs) pound. Yeah,
4: because
0: fuck it.
1: It's it's like those motherfucking bakers decided that a dozen wasn't good enough for them.
3: (laughs) So it's like, we'll make a fucking baker's dozen.
0: What's a baker? How many is a baker's dozen? 13. 13.
3: Why? Yeah. Because they like to give you more.
0: Alright, right. Just to give you a bit more. Just (laughs) pay This
1: this may be bullshit, but I always thought it was because, like, if they were planning to make a dozen... some things yeah. to sell. They would make one more in case one of them fucked up. Fucked up. But then they, if they then give you the 13... The 13, they're, yeah. That
2: screws well, then, it all up. But you I. I was, I was thinking it was more like that the, when they were doing it old, old school, you know, with actual dough and shit. Not doing the it old school.
3: Mechanical baking <laughs> <thinking> or whatever.
2: <laughs> okay. When they yeah. were doing it the old fashioned way. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, because it was less precise, <laughs> they'd make like slightly too much dough
0: for 12 and yeah. the 13th would be the little leftover one. Like right. a little extra bit of dough, but they cook it anyway. Okay. So a baker's <laughs> so dozen would then imply an actual dozen plus a little bit of crap on the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 12. Well, and it was and like maybe no, it was the full size one. Right. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. But I don't know. No. No. That sounds plausible.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So a baker's dozen is any value above 12. <laughs> because you could
2: have a lot more. Yeah, right. but I presumably, you what... most bakers were fairly accurate of like, how much 12
1: was. Better a good baker there. Well, yeah.
0: That'd be annoying. You couldn't, couldn't line them up Same Yeah, up you couldn't put them, put them on onto a tray, tray yeah, properly. I'll that's the why it would like, be like the well. little bit extra you could just wedge into the,
2: the corner of the <laughs> well,
1: tray. Well, <laughs> presumably, if all 13 came out well, then that's just one for me or one for the dog. <laughs> then or, they started
2: giving it to the customer.
1: Probably just, yeah, I guess. There's only so many of them that the baker can eat, <laughs> I guess.
0: Okay. <laughs> more importantly why are they giving try ounces in a scientific context
1: where you should use SI units surely because they need to use every kind oh, of unit it was in the section where it was like price per commodity oh I know why yeah,
0: yeah it's to do with um, that's the weight they use in mining and when they're in for precious metals like it's the same
1: right? Like,
0: golden I think because cause then there's carrots right which is to do with what density or the purity yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrots. but then that ounces is the actual kind of mass they use in precious metals and jewelry and shit. So I don't think Troy ounces would be used for like anything you, useful yeah, other than no.
1: valuations
0: for in for a jewelry. Like daughter. steel, yeah.
3: I think they use it for, hmm. yeah, for precious metal crap. And all that. Troy liked his metal. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, maybe it's something to do with gold <laughs> from,
0: from the from civilization troy? of Troy, which yeah. probably isn't even a real. Thing.
4: Maybe it was
1: assigned some sort of value and it was pilfered. <laughs> it's probably got nothing to do with the, no. The it to do. No, I bet not. But it was lowercase Troy. But yeah. then again, I suppose most things that become units become like they don't have to be proper names anymore. Yeah,
0: that's true. Well, I don't know Newtons and things is capital N. I, that's just well, that's, that's, that's just, symbology.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, that's true. That's that's coincidental, isn't it? Mm. It's just because little n means is a suffix for like nano, so you can oh, use yeah, that. True. If you wanted to do nano-newtons, you'd start... Mm. They should use those. nano yeah, I've never seen anything like <laughs>
4: nano-newtons. <Nan-no-newtons>.
0: <laughs> I'd push you with a force of a million man- newtons Nano-newtons. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Nan-newtons>. Yeah.
0: Nano-newtons. <Nan-newtons.
1: laughs> newtons <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're more manlier than your average <laughs> newtons. Is that just precisely the right amount of power to push the average man? Like, enough force to make the average man move <laughs> Overcome okay, the coefficient of friction on the average Standing
3: bit of
0: ground
1: on grass. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. On grass. <laughs> <laughs> the bad idea.
1: The bad idea. <laughs> okay. Or is it how much the average man is purportedly allowed to lift or capable of lifting? Like mm. that would make more sense than the ridiculous mover <laughs> that. Be, two, be, I don't think much of this makes
3: any, any ridiculous sense. The,
1: the average man can lift a man on
3: Wherever a man of Newton is in real Newton, probably someone called Newton. What what makes you
4: say that? Because
1: it's a man, man of Newton. Of Newton! It's one of his kids. It's the ability to lift one of Newton's children. Right, someone (laughs) to say it's a man of (laughs) Newton. Do you
0: think secretly? Well, not even secretly, but if you looked into the genealogy of of, of all weightlifters and all and all like the, they're all directly <laughs> descended from Isaac Newton because they have. Oh no, that. that's
1: a special royalty class of weightlifters. It's like <laughs> the Newton part. You could be a anyone could be a weightlifter. It's fine, but if you're a Mano Newton, you get, you, get, <laughs> if you're a Mano Newton. you get treated right. <laughs> right. Okay. When, when you uh, when you collapse, they uh, they put the, maybe it's the Mano Newtons are the ones that get that screen. Put in front of them when something goes horribly wrong. <laughs> the rest of them know everyone can see you suffer. <laughs> if you're a Mano Newton, no, you get the little privacy screen.
0: Maybe if you're a Ma- Mano Ma- Mano Einstein or Mano Stein, maybe you could <laughs> no, you could Mano. cheat and, and use some kind of speed or something to overcome Mano uh, the the Newtonian. You could beat the Newtonians with a better model of physics. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No <laughs> what, what if you're a relative of a man Is there something <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <a> relative?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you would have the power of relativity on your side. <laughs> well what if you're a general relative, rather a special relative, yeah?
4: Oh,
1: I guess. Just yeah. a general relative. I'm not sure I'd want to be a special relative, No
3: But unfortunately you are, <laughs> so... Am have I? Well <laughs> oh. I was never diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> so yes welcome to the podcast this
0: is a podcast about video games if you hadn't already guessed <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure if you
3: had
1: uh listeners um, i don't think there was any part of anything that we said to alluded to that to bring, yeah words <laughs> bring you back to video games
0: <laughs> that was cool that bit of dialogue in mass effect 2 where he talks about newton being do you know that bit where they talk about the weaponry of the spaceships yeah. and they talk about kinetic projectiles and they don't bother talking oh, yeah. about explosives? They're like you, Newton is have a tough or something. <laughs> I can't remember hmm. what they actually say, but they're yes. like talking about the super high speed projectiles and hmm. stuff and how all you need is the kinetic force to explode. Do you have you seen any of those videos of that insane rail gun that the US Navy is testing? Where it like No So they're they're trying to make a rail gun, um because it's just it's really good for a ship for um, a ultra ship ultra long range no, it's not the range you can get a good range from um traditional, lasers well it's full of like artillery what they call the big gun
4: on oh ship. okay right.
0: traditional big gun mm. uh, but the problem is it's if you fill your ship with gunpowder effectively propellant that makes it vulnerable <laughs> for a start and also mm. it's very expensive so if you can just pu- if you can just Propel the projectile purely with electricity. Mm. You don't need all that space for less to explode. Yeah, you can make the
2: projectile heavier. In theory,
0: yes, but you can deliver more uh, destructive power by just having a kinetic projectile and firing it with with electricity. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's a matter of like how much electricity can you
1: output at one time, I guess.
4: That's, exactly. that's the problem. But they also guns, need, <laughs> they
1: need to de- develop the, um, the right. actual so talk, propulsion. Talk, talk, talk me through how it's supposed to work. Is it supposed to be like a magnetic yeah. material that they just...
0: And it's just a coil or whatever, and, right. then, and then they just f- accelerate it insanely fast with, with just, you know, charge, electric charge, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, it's a staged thing, so it goes along a rail, yeah, and sure. it picks up speed yeah. along, so it accelerates across the thing. So it's a bit
1: like the, 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 the booster on a roller coaster.
0: Yeah, it's exactly like that. I mean, they're, they're electric, aren't they? Some of them.
4: Are yeah.
1: They? Uh, well, no, they're, they're
4: not, like not, air powered Not, not they, all. Yeah.
1: yeah. Some, yeah. Some, some of the faster ones are pneumatic. Yeah. Um, and they use it more for the brakes on a roller coaster, right? That effect. Okay. But I suppose the bullet train is all done like this, isn't it? Oh yeah, that would be similar.
0: Like, well, the um, you mean the maglev one? Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's not the bullet train, is it?
0: No. N- no, bu- bullet trains are more normal. Yeah. I think.
1: Ah, uh, so I, I always get confused with Japanese trains.
0: though. are maglevs yeah. actually magnetically accelerated, or are they just? I think so. It's not just the
1: levitation; it's also there's the... not like a, a a jet engine on the back.
0: No, but you could do that.
1: But <laughs> no, just like could. one wheel, just one one <laughs> point of contact. Yeah,
0: but you, you haven't got so much. You have to transfer the power onto the onto the road, wouldn't you? I think I think they they are like magnetic. Uh, propulsion as well as levitation. I'm pretty sure because you've actively got the you're already lifting the thing. Does that really okay.
1: mean that they only really they don't need much power across the entire length of the train because it's well as I think, opposed to a single point of having a lot of
0: power. yeah. Well, I think they do spread it across along so mm. that you can because you, you want to maximize the power. Uh, across the whole cross-section,
4: right? Yeah. Um, there must down. be a point
1: where if you had too much power in one point there's an efficiency loss. I, I guess. expect so. Or, um, I would have thought so. Well, the problem with yeah. the maglevs always always used to be just like
2: you'd have because you had to switch the magnetic field so fast or so precisely yeah. to actually make it go in a direction. Yeah. Mm. But
0: that's the technology, right? It's improved over the years. I guess. They're getting better now. Apart from no one's still actually building any maglevs. Well, no the, one still cares, really.
1: Because they're thinking of their, well, the well, Japanese do you, are trying to sell the tech. Yeah, especially weren't the americans yeah very tempted on buying this or yeah did that even happen did that deal go through i can't remember well,
0: uh, well the latest i heard was that the japanese were going to uh, give the technology for free to, to so that they could build one between like dc and baltimore and uh, then they yeah, would and then they would supply the trains which would cost money or whatever mm-hmm. uh, for but that's the latest I heard. But it was Elon Musk who was going to build a pneumatic train in California. Do you remember that? That <laughs> yeah. wasn't maglev at all. That it's was... not actually a train, either. Yeah, whatever you call it. What do you call it? It's like it's similar to a train because it's long and thin and carries people. But it doesn't carry like a train's
2: load of people. It carries, It's like more like a really fast cab. Oh There's really? Like eight okay. People or whatever. Oh, was it? Okay. Okay. Fine. Oh, huh. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I think, or at least in the design that I've heard about. There's probably different ways you can do it. Because the trouble with the pneumatic tubes is you can't... I think it's easier to make it with short, like, you met, you met single tubes. people. Because then, then be... you don't have to bend them inside uh, the tube. Oh, that's true. Oh, wait, yeah. so
1: it was, it was literally going to be a big-scale version of the way we used to deliver messages around buildings. Yeah. Effectively,
0: yeah. Awesome. Talking
1: about that Because they've been talking about that for years. Like, That would be a real large-scale version of
3: the shit in the tube joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should You'd see. need an elephant. But yes, my friend. Speaking of Elon Musk, did you see the... Uh, <laughs> that is his name, right? Yeah. Uh, did you it's see the Dragon minute.
0: Launch? Uh, uh, well, I watched the Dragon Launch yesterday, which was not too exciting in and of itself because they've done it three or four times before. But what was exciting was this time it had landing legs on the on the first stage. But they didn't have video of it trying to land, but apparently it worked so, okay, hmm. which is really exciting because they said they had like a 30 40% chance. So the idea is that... Well, the, the rocket is a multi million dollar thing and it all gets wasted or whatever. Right. And the fuel only costs $200,000. Hmm. Um, so the idea is if they can recover the stages, then That's it'll get a lot cheaper. Yeah. So what they've got, they've got the idea is to launch the rocket up, but then when the first stage is spent, they, they, it will re enter and then it will come down and land on its own. So it will reignite its engine and land upright huh. on little legs. That's wow. the idea. And they're getting there. That's, so
2: why do they not just use parachutes? I mean, come on. They've already yeah. done that for ages. <coughs> with Parachuting state, and like the the shuttle extra boost,
1: the external boost.
0: Yeah, the, the boosters. Oh, yeah. could
1: it? Could they attach like wings and have it fly down or something like a drone? <laughs> might yeah, be a bit it's another way. It would be a bit heavy to do that one. Maybe. What? Maybe. Might you're adding, yeah, a little bit of mass. That's the
0: thing. It's adding the weight that is the trouble. Because because well, he was saying basically, like, no matter how good your you know, these, at least with the current level of technology, no matter how good your rocket is, you're still only going to get about 3% of your takeoff weight into orbit. Mm. So there isn't much weight that you can add, yeah. like for a recovery system for like parachutes or whatever. Um, so this is one way of doing it. Although presumably you need quite a bit of fuel just to land the damn thing. Although it's much, much lighter than when it lifts off because it's spent, mm. it's almost entirely made of fuel. So once you've used once that, you've used it all, it'll up, just
1: be the. This- the, whatever they make the shell out of,
0: exactly, and the engines, hmm. um, which are the expensive part that you yeah. don't want to lose, uh, but it had little legs
1: and uh, presumably this starts solving some of the sky trash like problem. Well, what, what yeah. call it, like the I uh, debris. I
2: don't think like the lower rocket stages never actually stayed up there. Did no, they, really, they all burned. that's, that's true.
0: up enough on re but old satellites and things that are staying up, there, isn't it up there?
3: I think. Because they they the orbits decay eventually, fair for things in low Earth orbit. But obviously, there's a bunch of crap up there for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: guess. Like but, I know. When, like, when's the point where this all becomes a problem? Because you know, there's been numerous times, right. I suppose, recently where there was even a joke, you know, here we go. Here's a here's a video game link for it. <laughs> when the and when Microsoft and Xbox were trying to demonstrate the power of the cloud, and they had that demonstration of like, here's the number of objects we can. Track and compute on a single Xbox, and it's not very many. And here's what happens if we get all that data crunched in the cloud and then send it to an Xbox. <laughs> Which is like, why wouldn't you do that in the first place? <laughs> kind of thought. Yeah, you but, would, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, those red ones, yeah, they're the ones we should worry about. <laughs> right. and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a
0: lot of crap. I mean, I don't know if you saw Gravity, but it's kind of based on that idea. I know it's only a sci fi
1: fiction thing. Yeah, down that, I mean, that film's good. It's cool. <laughs>
2: it's not yeah. like, virtually nothing is likely like because of, like because everything decays in lower form of it nowhere that there's actually going to be people that's going to be that not nearly as dangerous as anywhere else, That could, where there's no, no no decaying and there could be ships up there forever.
0: Yeah, but the sphere gets so <laughs> larger. much larger. But, but can... then
2: on the other hand, because when you go up further, you're only going up there for one specific orbit, like the geostationary orbit, yeah. which is exactly at one yeah. precise
0: distance that and one all above shelf. the equator. <laughs> yeah, that one's probably... But it must be so expensive to get up there that there can't be that much crap up there. I suppose they have, like... Once they've reached end of life, I think they have like, they have like a boost well, to, yeah, to like, out the way. Sh- yeah, to go into
3: some parking orbit. Uh, usually, but who knows? Could be all kinds of crap up there. In- I don't hear of it very well. It's never really explained, but
1: presumably we must have satellites that are going on completely different axes to just going around. Under. Yeah,
0: there's the polar ones that go uh, that way, because they're better for mapping, right? They go the other way.
1: But- yes. yeah, do we have, like There must be like are the ones that go at all kinds of crazy angles out there, and they just have to be kind of careful. It's like, oh, but we move this one out of the way a bit. Not really. I mean,
2: or do they all Not just really try... any reason to. You either go polar or equatorial or geostationary, which is not which is not actually really an orbit at all. Mm. Well, it is an orbit. Yeah, it's an orbit, but it's not like those other ones. It's, tech- it's yeah. moving at a precise speed, and everything that's in geostationary orbit is moving at the same speed as everything else that's in geostationary orbit, because that's what geostationary
0: means. That's what it's for. Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
3: Yeah.
1: I saw the... I suppose you can you can only achieve that on the equator, surely. No, you can... But, but then you're... Sure, yeah, that's what you mean by not an orbit, is it? Because if it's geostationary, say, above, I don't know, the UK, presumably it's... It, the way the Earth's rotating isn't exactly an orbit, is it? It's like it would be...
3: Well, I, don't know what the word, I don't know
1: what the word is. It's like when, you say, you know, you're drawing circles around a ball or something and they get small at the top and then they go bigger. Presumably, if you're geostationary above UK, you've got one of those smaller rings, so it's not really in orbit. Just, do you see what I'm trying to describe? Yeah. It helps yeah. with my hands doing it. The listeners probably have no idea what the fuck I'm talking, no, about. Yeah, what you're talking about. I
2: can't remember what the rule for, for geostationary is when it's not near the equator.
0: Yeah, you're right. It might, that orbit must be tilted relative to the equator, right? To be geostationary over... No, how does that work? <laughs> I don't even know Because hope. it would move, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would... I don't think it works. I think you have to be on the equator and looking and look slanted, because mm. it's so far away, geostationary orbit. That mm. So I don't know if you can have a geostationary satellite that actually is pointing at the North Pole. It might be hard to do. You yeah. see what I mean? Because yeah. it's... <laughs> cause wow. it's I, well I guess. If you're in a polar orbit at least you'll plan. always precisely go over the door pole. That's true. But, <laughs> but that one goes round and round, it won't stay overhead, will it? Yeah. Fair. So that won't really work. But, I, I guess, but that's what they
2: use that's why they have the polar orbit anyway, because because that actually you were all in so fast, it's
1: not like you're you can just put like five satellites uh, yeah, and I'll you're wait. covering it continuously anyway. I guess yeah. yeah. potentially. Yeah. Well that's the uh, enemy of the state theory is like oh shit, we need to wait for a satellite to go overhead. Well that was just dumb. <laughs>
4: well
3: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I saw the International Space Station the other day with oh, my okay.
1: eye. <laughs> you can do that occasionally. Yeah, it's it was cool. well cool. Have you seen it before? Yeah, a long 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 time ago.
3: <laughs> it was not pretty that cool. Long ago, well, really. <laughs> well not because
1: you can't really see it around here. Like because that's yeah, uh, like you know, it's too much light and it's it's not it's not really that
0: I, it was quite bright. I know when when I saw it, it was mm. night. So, but it was mm. quite. I thought because I was in the middle of London, I wasn't expecting because of the light pollution. But I could see stars, and it was brighter than the stars. Mm. Um, and it was only overhead for like five yeah, minutes. So it when it was really fast, obviously because it goes yeah. around the whole Earth in like ninety minutes or something. Yeah. So, but it was pretty cool because uh, I knew the precise time I was supposed to look oh, for it. Maybe,
1: maybe probably could hear. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess no, yeah, I admit well maybe it was something else that I saw. I always <laughs> <Yeah, come laughs> was on. assumed it was that, because it's like what else is gonna do that? But it wasn't that bright, or maybe it was just catching a bad angle, could not it?
4: Yeah,
0: maybe. I yeah, maybe it depends where the sun is relative to the space station and the earth.
3: Mm. But yeah. it was in it was in Needham, where there was
0: right. less like
1: light, so I assumed that, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess you see it more yeah, more likely to see it
1: out in Needham than mm.
0: in Londres.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Or Ipswich, in the Switch. In the Switch, but not in the cult.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the cult. Stay away from the cult. <laughs> oh, dear. So, I tried to die into the video games. I was talking about Mass Effect earlier. Yeah, vaguely... well,
4: we just
1: had a whole conversation that's basically Kerbal.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's we, going... We're
1: allowed to talk about space now because of Kerbal Space Program.
0: Wasn't there some kind of NASA Kerbal patch? Yeah, thing? we'll get to that later because uh, that's uh, one of the things I've been playing. Is why I mentioned know. it?
1: We technically talked about that last episode. Yeah, but not all of it. Not all. There's more. Well, yeah, obviously. There's always yeah,
4: more.
0: Was... <laughs> What's going on with Bioware anyway? What are they making? Um, I mean, well... the real Bioware, not the subsidiaries all over the place.
1: There is. Scuttlebutt that they're working on another Mass Effect universe oh, yeah. game,
3: but it's unclear as to what it's what it is. Right. I think yeah. that was the last I knew about it. Anyway, um, and they might be working
1: on another. Well, one of the other BioWare's might be working on another Dragon's Age. I think.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that makes sense. I suppose. Well, not, not that, not that two win though. Well, yeah. no, that's
1: the thing. Dragon's Age 1 was well respected and liked, and Dragon's Age 2 kind of shat all over it. Um, Stop saying Dragon's Age! Is it Dragon Age? Is it? Oh, Oh, I thought it was Dragon's Age. Sorry. Dragon's Age? Dragon's Age. No, you're right, it is Dragon Age. Sorry. Well, easy. It could be Dragon's Age, there's nothing wrong with that grammatically.
2: (laughs) I'm not saying anything that was wrong grammatically, it was just wrong!
3: (laughs) Get it
1: right,
2: Fools! Uh.
3: All right. Okay, calm down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, don't I don't know. Cool. Answer. Okay, so we, cool. On, so we get on to
0: actual news. news. not Not like speculation <laughs> about firework. Our, our news is bio always speculation because okay. so
2: we never actually fed attention to news. we're like, I think I saw that. What did you think you saw this week, Zach? I don't think I saw anything this week. This
1: week, or last week, Last fact. week, the previous the week. Two,
0: the two last weeks. The well, two contiguous weeks that have preceded this coming week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, pretty much immediately after we did the last podcast, there was that Nintendo Direct about Smash Brothers that, I, you know, Zach seems strangely reluctant to talk about, but I think it's awesome. It's not that
2: interesting. What's going on?
1: Well, let's get the sucky news out of the way first, because that's exactly what they did, was that the release schedule is a bit weird. Yeah, that's
2: the, definitely
1: a bit Was like the 3DS version is coming out summer which is soon-ish. And the actual version version that everyone wants to play is coming out? Winter, which is not so soon-ish. ish Okay, so yeah. I expect
0: that, like, next April or
4: something.
1: I could sort of... Oh. The more I thought about it, the more I can sort of understand perhaps why they've gone this route, because I guess the people that want to play Smash Brothers are like us are sort of immediately going, we don't want the 3DS version. What are you talking about? This isn't mm. what we want to do. So by releasing it first... They kind the, the people that really can't wait Will buy it. We'll probably buy it because That's they get quite a, clever, yeah. Because there's so there's actually quite a lot
0: and shared you'll get the, between the, the two
1: games. The key part so of
0: course is the Wii U Christmas bundle that everyone will be buying,
1: including you. I need to make a confession. <coughs> You've already bought one. I've bought Wii U. Yeah. Ah where is it? It's not arrived yet. <laughs> it's in the post. <laughs> yeah. Easter Post. But, but surely I,
2: if they're releasing the the one that everyone cares about at Christmas. It's like what are they going to
0: do for their financials this year? Because where's their big thing for this one, actually? Well, when there's Mario Kart, that'll be a deal. I guess. That looks pretty cool. Well, like I keep saying. Well,
1: that's the thing. I, I still... I, the bundle deals are not much, you know, pretty good, not really very good no, deals. No, they're not. And also, I think the prices have spiked recently. Like, very recently. Within, the, like, the last week or so. Right, okay. cuz Like, when you have got When I've been looking, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Amazon have spiked quite badly recently. <laughs> it's like the best deal I've seen out there for new Wii U's is, is Amazon, but that's the one that comes with Lego City Undercover and Rayman Legends, where it's you basically get Rayman for free. And it's like... Cool. Yeah.
0: Rayman's a good game.
1: Yeah. Recent ones. So that was, that was one of the best ones I've seen. But like, you know, if you wanted the Mario and Luigi pack, you'll see know, 250, 260 pounds? Right, yeah. It's like, that seems too much. That <laughs> still feels... Really. Yeah it does it feels too much I think when the the like the a bundle deal hits the 200 pound mark I think Nintendo are in a sweet spot for like people actually considering it a good value option mm. and, like admittedly the Xbox one and PS4 aren't exactly cheap machines
3: well, the that, fucking
1: but... Wii U isn't a cheap machine in terms right, of the actual it... stuff in it it's
4: like, sort of
2: is. it's just touch and...
1: that's what i mean that's what yeah that's the only <laughs> bit where you can sort of understand the expenses because of the controller but then Like the screen on it isn't going to be, isn't anywhere near as good as a, I don't know, a a Nexus, say, the screen on a Nexus. And it's because it's, you know, it's resistive touchscreen and it's not a very high resolution touchscreen at that. And it's just the, 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 like the, I guess the,
0: the, all their tech is in low latency.
3: Yeah. But that's the super cool bit of technology in there is the low latency um, video transfer, um, which is undoubtedly neat. But, no, even knowing all of that, I think,
1: just like to everyone else who isn't so interested in that stuff, it feels like a hard sell. I don't know, 250 sounds like it's cheaper a games console nowadays, because it is. <laughs> but not for a console that is mostly last gen based. You know, people would put it, if you put that up against the 360 and PS3 and people would describe it in terms of, well, it's about the same power as these consoles you pay. That have been available for five or six years, except you can pick up a three sixty for one hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, so the it's like one hundred pounds. 100, yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised. Hundred pounds of saving for a much bigger games library that can do more than the Wii U can. Nintendo that's not be... the point, though. The point is, it's a Nintendo
2: hardware console that's got new Nintendo games on it, and that's why it's that's the, the reason why Nintendo people, console. That's the
1: reason people like me are interested in it. I don't know. I. I
3: and the it seems expensive. If you
1: think how much the Wii came out at, the Wii I, I seem to remember didn't. I think it released it around a hundred and eighty, yeah. which was that's a hell of a good price for when that thing came out. And it's I don't know. That's why I think that's part of why it sold so well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think though that still doesn't make the Wii U seem expensive. <laughs> Going from one eighty to two fifty again, I think to us that's not so much of a problem. I think to average Joe family consumer that maybe there's a problem there. Especially when you start factoring that Ninty Games are still retailing at £40 new and don't seem to dip unless you get involved in eBay. Rather than all the other console manufacturers where they're retailing at like 45 to 50
3: new. But they dip fast. <laughs> That's, That's the difference. That's the difference. They dip fast on other platforms. Whereas if you want a copy of Super Mario 3D World pony up, bitches. <laughs> I think even the Wii version of New Super Mario Bros. still sells relatively highly. Probably does. Which is like, you know, played some Super Mario three three D World the other day. I uh, have you. Yeah. Uh. Multiplayer. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
1: And I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's, it's not good. something I've got. Like I'm sort of going to try and pace myself a little, like in what I get for it, but.
3: What are you starting out
1: with? Uh, well, the
3: one I've got comes with Legacy of the Undercover. Okay. Um, and I've also got a copy of New Super Mario Bros. coming. So I found one at okay. a reasonable price. And, uh, you yeah, know, start with the... I don't know. I, I still quite like the idea of playing... I haven't played
1: any of the New Super Mario Bros. games. So I'm still kind of into like seeing what they're like. You know,
3: it'll be fresh to me. <laughs> it might not be fresh to anyone that played any of the other six, or however many they've been. That's right. I'll wait for that. And then oh, does I'm your bundle it, have Nintendo landing? Probably not, no. Oh, that's really good. Well, that's the thing. They sort of, well,
1: but then I'm not, I don't have a Wii Motion Plus oh, right, yeah. set of Wiimotes. That's true. So I will be missing out on most of what that offers. Yeah, So I don't enough.
3: care too much.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. And, you know, it's, it's probably only going to ever be one of those things where it's like, oh, this is what it can do. And I'm never going to touch it again. It's quite, <laughs> it
0: is quite a good party game. I played it the other day, it didn't. <clears throat> the Metro part of it is like the right. like supposed hardcore but it, mm. it, it it's really quite fun it's quite a lot of stages of um it's like a shooter so um the guy with the with the gamepad gets a, a proper m- the the um gunship thing oh, right. gunship yeah, yeah. thing and the control on that is quite interesting you kind you kind of um you have like full access control. And you aim by, like, tilting the thing, which huh. is a little bit weird. But you have, like, up, down, strafe, left, strafe, right? And you have up and down v- vertically. Mm. So it's quite a lot of controls going There's quite a lot of stuff going on. Mm. It's actually quite hard to fly at first, but you get used to it. Um, but that was cool. And it had a whole, like, Mecha Ridley final boss thing of a jig, mm. which is crazy awesome. And, uh, yeah,
3: I quite, I quite like that.
1: A bit of me is, like, you know, whoever would treat that in the same same way as we Sports, you know? It's like yeah, like would I be interested in it for a little while, and then I don't really have the circumstances where I'd probably be able to play party games. Yeah, it's like definitely very a party often game anymore. So it's, it's the same reason why I'm a little bit. It's like as cool as all these new like four player single screen games that have been coming up. Kind of are a bit like Towerfall and Samurai Gun and Samurai stuff Gun, like that. Yeah, not sure we have the circumstance that frequently. It's like mm. that's true. That's true. Okay, well, a lot, lot of those confused. are like,
2: you only really play them one time anyway. Maybe,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's not much to you, that right, No. You just play it one time, and that's
3: used in the whole thing. And then you sort of watch it, and then you think, hmm, Smash Bros. Yeah. It's like Smash Bros. Is, is, is like that, kind of. <laughs> Therefore, let's play Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah,
4: so, Smash Bros.
3: You've only got two players, you play a bit of Nidhogg. And... There you go. Anyway, Smash yeah. Brothers. So Smash Brothers. Yeah, so
1: uh we we're talking about release schedule and stuff. But it's like the reason why I think that works is that again there's a lot of shared between the two games. So they basically said all the characters will be in both games. Like the ones you actually play as and the movesets are gonna be the same across both games. Um so that's it. the only the thing the major thing that will differ is what modes are available and what stages are available.
3: Um and they will be different on both versions. Um and then they got talking about characters for ages, which is cool. Like, Do they, they have the about... roster Yeah,
0: No, still not.
1: Well, we still don't think it's probably not the full roster still. They have mentioned that Yoshi is back and Lucario um, is back and um, Charizard is back as a single character. Really? Because um, this is the big thing. Um, well, the, the sort of big Pokemon. thing. Yeah, well, they're no longer doing characters that have multiple forms. Right. Um,
3: they're ditching that idea entirely. So Zelda is back, but Sheik is also back. as two separate characters Um, which I think
1: is kind of cool because I never played as Sheik or (laughs) played as Zelda yeah but it kind of sucks but then you're wasting a move to do the the transformation for me yeah but it
2: kind of sucks because it's just like now when they say that they're cutting down the roster it's like they've basically created at least like four more characters by getting rid of the transformations and then they're going to have four less characters
1: from this cut down roster (laughs) I suppose you're right Sonic's back I didn't know that they probably must have announced that sooner because they didn't make a big deal of it but like, it's uh,
3: who do you want to see anyway
1: no one
0: well who would
3: you call what, oh, what, what I want
2: to see is like why not just have some of the characters that were really obvious but that were that were probably going to end up as clones if you'd done them before it's like, well, it's like, a like bit, I Star bet there will would Just get rid of all the other characters apart from Fox and then maybe bring in like you could just have Crystal be a different Star fox character because 'cause it'd be a different fighting style or
1: something. Maybe. Not yeah. just another fox type. Oh, yeah, Fal- like oh, yeah, I reckon Falco, Falco and Wolf and make the cut. Um, Falco, no Falco Pam. Falco. No, no, Falcon. No Falcon. that's Captain
0: Falcon. I'll Falcon. Oh, Captain Falcon. it yeah, because Cap- he might not be him because he's kind of obscure at this point. <laughs> well I don't know,
1: yeah, maybe they haven't done an F Zero game for a while. But if Captain Falcon and Ganondorf, one Ganondorf would go. Yeah. Um <laughs> Wow. Because because there's already too many children. Yeah. They made Mario and Luigi different enough. They have to have Falcon, now. Or Captain
3: Falcon. Surely yeah, just C- the
1: Captain Falcon should stay, just Falcon because funds, man. Falcon fans. Because of
3: Falcon fans, yeah,
1: it's amazing. Sure. Yeah, Ganondorf, I would not care about leaving. Ganondorf, you can have the fat foot. <laughs> you can have the fat foot, yeah. <laughs> but that's just—it's almost suicide. Yeah, when you end up <laughs> in a fat foot. It's totally You to sat this there for so long.
0: Have we got multiple links this time? Or are they? There yeah. are
1: still both Link and Toon Link. Right. Which I think is dumb, because Toon Link could have easily gone. Because that's not even a different character, is it? Is no, it right? that's the a, the, the moveset, same moveset. The moveset was the same, but with slightly different... You know, I think it had less <laughs> punch.
2: But... They should have turned that into a transformation. And then had Gandalf and have a transformation between Nor Gandalf and Wind Waker
1: Gandalf. Oh, I thought you were going to say like have a transformation between Gandalf and Captain Falcon somehow. <laughs> In fact, all the Zelda characters should just transform into Windmaker mode
3: and have a transformation. Yeah, or well, Zelda should go into yeah, yeah. only it's, to it's, um, whatever she's called Tetra. Tetra. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So the 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 sort of one it's Tetra, Tetra, yeah, Tetra, that's right? Tetra's the city in in the Middle East, right? With the things carved into the rock that's in Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Tetra is the captain of the pirate captain from Wind Waker. So Spoilers. it is spoiler that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a name from the start, so that's
0: not a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just spoiled it. That, that <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's Zelda. You played a Zelda game. Sheesh! I don't think it was that obvious. Okay, fair no. enough. It was kind of
2: it was kind of dumb when it happens, and she's just like, "Well, I guess I'm Zelda now." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: I didn't really know this was going to happen, and now I'm just going with it. Rough. sure. <laughs> I suppose it's different from most other Zelda games, isn't it? At least mixing up a bit. The Sheik stuff was cool in, in Ocarina. That worked honestly. I think that's why yeah, Sheik is sort of like yeah. or respected more as a character, I guess. That's an actual different fighting style between Zelda and Sheik. That oh, yeah, a lot different.
2: Yeah. Not between Link and Toon Link.
1: I mean, I still think that makes sense, yeah. I, I'm okay with most of the splits. Um, I mean, you didn't really play... Well, I suppose you might have played as Squirtle a little bit when Pokemon Trainer was about. Bulbasaur was the annoying one. I saw. saw. Oh, Iversaur, yeah. Iversaur was kind of the annoying one. Of the yeah, three. his moves suck. <laughs> but I didn't really like playing a Squirtle Evo. Well, I always ended up finding myself as Charizard, because Charizard was cool. Yeah, um, but then you had to switch, because that was the mechanics. Yeah. But so I don't, I don't care about them leaving either. Charizard I mean. was, like, quite fat and slow, and I don't like slow characters as much. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I like them as much, but I'm okay with the idea of the, the other two not being there. <laughs>
2: Well, apart from instead what they've done is just bring in more Pokemon. Why the fuck not? Well, to make yeah. goddamn Pokemon fighting game at this point.
1: Well, this is, yeah, this is the weird, because they the, the, the announcement that no one was expecting was that Greninja is is being added. Which is, which is basically Lucario. It's quite again, a lot like really? Lucario, yeah, which is like, that's a kind of a weird choice. Like, hopefully the moveset will be different enough that it's... They're just doing a very, like, it's like there's there's like a Pokemon evolution apart from
2: not they've it's been like you had Mewtwo and then you got Lucario which is basically like Mewtwo apart from slightly different and now you've got Greninja which is basically like Lucario except for slightly different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you never could play as I oh know you could play as Mewtwo, could not you? And the, uh, he was like no, yeah Well, no, he sort of wasn't because he was he had the super, same like charge ball and I guess, but he was super floaty. Yeah, and, like,
3: that was he, what was different. He was quite a different character, like to to actually play as, which meant they probably could have lived side by side quite happily oh, well, yeah, in the last exactly. few
1: iterations. But apparently, they have too many Pokemon. So, they... <laughs> is Jigglypuff even going to make it back in? Yeah, we don't know. Jigglypuff might. Die. I, I I would be upset with Jigglypuff leaving just because it's such a not because I, again I like playing as, but it's just because she's such a stupid character, and it's like nice to have the dumb one every now and then.
4: So,
3: who doesn't, yeah. who doesn't so, like Fuff's so Been in it since the beginning. Yeah, right?
2: yeah. So it's already like they've already announced four
3: Pokemon, and with Jigglypuff that'd be five. <laughs> 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 There's quite a few, but then Pokemon is
1: like. One of their biggest friends
0: yeah ever. that's why
3: they should just make it a pokemon frankly it's like just
0: a wave a... of Pokemon nostalgia I've noticed recently worse than ever like it's like now everyone that played Pokemon red and blue when they were a kid are all like just the right age to be like <laughs> to be like all nostalgic enough oh, remember weird. this
2: well, it's not that yeah. surprising it's like there was Twitch place Pokemon so that didn't well exactly There's and, that and the new Pokemon that was actually good yeah. and like different in some actually yeah. interesting ways
0: it's kind of a they kind of solved
1: kind of their own like. fatigue problem with the last one, didn't they? Really. Yeah, but that's not even the last more
2: than one game, though, I don't think. <laughs> the the non fatigue. Like, they, they just making more 3D Pokemon
1: games isn't enough. No, they'll probably have to mix up more. But, they, like, but they... they won't. Well, they not made your, your favourite game,
0: games. didn't they? The Mystery Dungeon shit.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't really
0: them. <laughs> no. That
2: was, like, another company that they reskinned the game as Pokemon.
0: Yeah, but they got their license for it
3: and everything. So that's cool. This is just making Pokemon Smash Bros? Basically, yeah, you have a roster of every goddamn Pokemon
2: that would be insane. It wouldn't be that insane. Too many, how many? Like 700, (laughs) 700.
0: They already have all the
2: models (laughs) to some extent,
0: sort of, yeah, and they already have movesets, so you don't need to worry about that, right? So you just have the same move, like so. so Well, yeah, because then
1: you could actually have like, yeah, but you'd have to animate every single one of them to do those moves. Well, not really, every single character, yeah,
2: but like that's. All of the, the way the Pokemon animations would work is just, it would be generic, like... It'd be like how yeah, this a game. In a fighting game, game that's, that
1: doesn't work.
2: It looks like Tackle is just like... You move towards the enemy.
4: Oh, <laughs> there'd them. be more to, would to it sack. than that. It yeah. wouldn't, though. It
1: would, be, it would be awful if it was like how you're describing. You need the frames for people to be able to know what's happening if you're doing this a is a Pokemon fight. fighting game we're talking about.
2: It's not like you not going to care anything about frames. It's going to be a Pokemon fighting game where just Pokemon fight each other in a Smash, <laughs> Smash Bros. style. It's not a serious fighting game. It's even less serious than the
1: Smash Bros. from think... a Pokemon game. No. I don't agree. I think that would be awful. That would be like any of the Sonic fighting games <laughs> that have ever existed. Because it's like all the moves are just like projectiles, always. In, in the majority of
2: Pokemon moves, the actual list of physical moves that you'd have to do probably wouldn't be that long.
1: Which then makes it an interesting challenge, in a way. Like, how would you. It'd be like a shooter map.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or whatever you call they it. Be actually, be like they wouldn't be
1: projectile projectiles. They'd be like hit an area
2: vaguely in front of you, <laughs> like an explosion just creates a proof in front of you of, like, leaves!
1: <laughs>
4: <Water>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you yeah. need the
1: characters to, like, to be, I don't know, I was about to say enthused, but it's not the right way. How the fuck would like,
0: you, like, move onyx around, a, like, a fighting arena or whatever? Just or, like, like a, crass or just, something? <laughs> well,
2: Some of the water ones, maybe, would be a bit weird. They'd all just float, though, because, you know, that's how it works in Pokemon. The way that you are using a fucking water Pokemon to fight. It's like, oh, look, they're just mysteriously floating with air above the water in most cases when you're fighting it on the water. Right.
1: <laughs> Except for Goldine. No,
2: that... No Gold,
1: Goldine would flap. Yeah, but you'd make a, make a flap around, wouldn't you? I
2: mean, they all <laughs> flap. <laughs>
4: the fish. Good.
2: <laughs> I think the, the only one of those that's actually weird is Magikarp because it it lays on the ground and flaps like that's not even...
0: <laughs> yeah. It's some Japanese legend or something, oh, yeah, isn't it? obviously. Which most they mostly are. But it's like it's laying on top of the water... <laughs> <laughs> when you're
3: fighting in a water battle, <laughs> nine tails and all that. So, so, there's a shit ton more Pokemon even outside of the main characters. Like you know, they've added they've added the concept of the Master
1: Ball as well as the regular right. Pokeball. And out of the Master Balls, you only get the, like the rare Pokemon come out. Yeah, all the powerful ones. Um, so when you see one of those, it's like you throw it. You know you're not going to get something shit, or maybe, unless one of the master Pokemon are like super. Unless, they just, unless they
2: just put Goldeen in there just to be the one off one. Oh, that would be really funny. <laughs> well, no, it's a Goldeen in
1: one, or a Magikarp or something. Just yeah. do the exact like the worst possible Pokemon. <laughs> oh, unless it's like it's Magikarp, and it's like it's like flapping around, but if you touch it, it's insta kill. That would be really funny. Well, <laughs> it's, like, is, it's a level one hundred. Well, it was always
2: it was always the thing that w- l- l- people suspected about Goldeen and I don't know if it was ever proved or not or I'd I never heard of anyone but they, no, no. it was always suspe- suspected that it's like what if the Goldine jiggles its way into water then it evolves apart from I don't think, that, I don't think that was... but that would make sense sort of yeah so that's what they should do with Magikarp it falls into a water
1: and it evolves into Gyrodace and everything blows up
0: Yeah. <laughs> does Smash Brothers still have those laser swords
1: and all that oh yeah they're still there the lightsabers except they can't call the lightsabers and they just call them light swords. They're not going to change any of the items, really. I imagine they're probably strip some out. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think there's a few. There's... I don't, no, don't think bumper they're probably going there. to add many, are they? Uh, there was a couple of new ones. I can't remember what they are. Oh, off the top of my Apart head, from but... the last ball,
3: But that's just a different skin of the yeah. no, there were there were a couple of new ones. Um, Bumpers back though, so I'm happy. I like bumper. It's fun. Um, there was a, uh, oh, yeah, the, the the trip mines are still about. Um, and the smart bombs are still about from Fox Light um, Wars. Yeah, I can't remember. And I, I didn't see any party bombs. They might have gone. Why are go? those go?
2: Those are not even actually an item. That's just a way to get other items.
1: Yeah. I didn't. See, oh yeah, I didn't see.
3: Any. I didn't even see any like capsules or things like that. Meta items, I suppose. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, all the barrels and capsules and shit.
2: Those are, those don't even, you don't even need to consider whether you keep them in or out because they're not really a thing. It's just like mm. another layer of item. It's like, first of all, you have to break this item to get to the actual item. <laughs> mm. Whether you break it by free or it at that's a slightly different
1: choice. So the other thing they talked about was the stages, and I can't really remember many of the stage-specific info, but apart from the one where it's like every stage will have a version of it, that is 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 like Final Destination, which is just the the flat plane level. Oh yeah. It's like so there will be a themed version of every stage that plays like Final Destination. That's not actually cool so though. I mean, the only reason they did that is because like the way they've split up online play is into two categories, which they call for fun mode and for glory mode. And every battle in for glory mode yeah, plays play on the Final racked. Destination stage. <laughs> Uh, and that's where the ranking and stuff happens. But
2: it's not like Final Destination is the only stage that they play in Tournament Smash Brothers. No. It but just has to be symmetrical. And like... Surely Battlefield or whatever it's called yeah, is Battlefield it's another one of the classics. Is, is, yeah. I think they should if they were going to do every stage in the style, they should have done every stage
1: as Battlefield.
2: Because that's slightly
1: more interesting. That would, that, yeah, that would have been cooler. From our perspective, anyway. I also hope it just doesn't fuck up when you press when you go into random mode like we normally do, and it just like there's a fifty percent chance of it picking well I'm sure it'll be a toggle or something, yeah, to maybe switch it into final destination mode and then it will random select the skin basically hmm. also there's not, there's still been no word on whether they're bringing back the stage editor, so no let's see if we've got any of the random shit stages we can make, or any of the ones that Zach makes where there's no bloody or the note that edge grabbing is gone. I think they said at one point. Did they? Yeah, the ability to hang from ledges is gone. And, like You have to recover properly now.
2: Well, that depends whether they actually
1: meant edge hanging as in staying there. Yeah. Or <laughs> that, that that's the actual thing. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably like you, you, might, you might grab it and pull yourself up. But, but you can't just hang there forever. Yeah, yeah you can't edge hog people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't remember the spec. I, I remember hearing something. Although technically like,
2: edge hogging was one of the like important tactics in it was. proper slash
0: problem play. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably worth getting rid of. It'd be a shame if they didn't have the stage
3: editor when you've got a nice touch screen to work with. Yeah, that might be the best place for it. But who knows? It might be not technically possible. But it what they be want horror. to do. Yeah, it yeah, might not be what they want to spend their resources no. on. Maybe not. Who knows? So that's Smash Brothers stuff. It got me all excited. Anything <laughs> else on Nintendo
1: Direct? Uh, well, no. The, the Direct was entirely about Smash oh, Brothers. All right. But Nintendo news
0: in general, we've got those awesome-looking trailers for, they've, for yeah. They put out more trailers for Rainbow Road and all yeah, that shit. the retro
1: track stuff all came out as well. Like what's what some of the ones they're yeah making. Like I, I, the one that sort of like I almost liked the most was the remake of the of a Snes track, but done in full 3D. Yeah, so like with all the that was cool, like ripples and stuff. Looked, you know, the
3: actually given it terrain. Yeah, It so exactly. actually looked pretty cool. That's, yeah, I think it's exciting stuff. I I mean, it is kind of
0: ripping off the racing transformed in some places with with its crazy car. Pretty much.
1: But they did that from... Actually, I don't know which came first. Did Mario Kart 7, whatever it's called,
3: the one on the 3DS come before transformed? Couldn't say. Mm. But it has got like the sticky, like it's turning into
1: F-Zero in places. Oh, yeah, yeah. The anti-grav wheels. That's its big thing this time is the anti-grav wheels. That's,
3: That's their addition. Yeah. Not actually a big thing. No, because it will probably still play the same way. It's just the tracks will bend. Yeah, it's like down. Hmm. It's like one of the tracks they saw on the retro one was Cooper Beach. um, That's right.
1: From the N64, days. But that track must behave really differently in certain areas because the carts can go underwater now. So it's like, surely there's, there's one section of the track in particular that I have in my head where it's like, no, actually, so you could probably just cut that entire corner if you wanted to. But then, how well do the cuts do? They slow down. Yeah, but well, isn't, the whole, isn't the whole point of that system that it is like racing? transform
2: where it only happens at a point in the track. No, no you, it's like you, if you,
1: you can drive into the water at any point and you will automatically turn into the thing. I, I've seen that happen. But the, transform, the, that the that transforming that transforming thing takes ages, though. Even in the America, it's like it, it's not know, an it's,
2: instant transition. You just just keep going at exactly <laughs> the same speed.
1: I don't, yeah, that's
3: the I don't know. I don't know. That much, I mm-hmm. can't remember that much detail. We shall see. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting, interesting nonetheless. But they did fuck up. They've already fucked up in my head with Mario Kart in one crucial aspect, and that's four-player local multiplayer. And because they, they, the GameCube is the only version and that I
1: can remember that has ever got this totally right, which is four-player split-screen multiplayer running at 60 frames per second because they've already said it's not going to happen right. on this one. And okay. it didn't happen on the Wii either. No. Um, so as soon as you go above two players, 30. the detail level yeah. drops and the frame rate drops. Yeah, makes sense. And it's like,
3: well, it's, normally, normally, one or the, well normally
1: one or the other would be fine. Surely <laughs> drop the detail so you can keep 60. Yeah. Or drop the frame rate so you can, I don't know, <laughs> doing both seems a bit
0: Well, it's a annoying. real... Yeah, I mean, you. Well, you are doubling the, almost. Well, you've got
3: less pixels, but you're mm. you are. Well, you're doing doubling a the lot. polygons, yeah. yeah. Every time, every well, you're, well, the amount of rendering you're doing is yeah. like so much more expensive. But still, for a Mario Kart game, that is a little annoying. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah, but it'll be playable. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. But it would be, I guess, to the person that owns it and seen it at its best. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, you know, It's a little disappointing, I guess. Mm. So yeah, Mario cut on the way. my Cut.
1: Woo! Oh, sorry, I was reminded myself today. That it's like, oh yeah, Sonic Boom's coming out on the Wii
3: U. Okay. Excellent.
0: Oh yeah, of course. That, map, the, the one where the Sonic's... Sonic's
1: it's, different. He's
0: wearing a snood and it's Western <laughs> developed. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah,
0: well, who knows what that could be like. Could be awesome.
1: I really hope it is. Could be really lame. <laughs> it could also be ultra, ultra terrible. So
0: we should find out. You're just,
1: you just getting a whole load of games that you don't...
2: that you, As we just previously mentioned, you don't have four players for.
1: <laughs> What's well, like, boom, you won't need four players for. No. I don't know that. I'm fairly sure it might have some kind of co op It may have a multiplayer mode, but I bet it's all geared up. You know, some of the videos had the characters on their own, so... Yeah. I, I don't think that will be... Its core focus.
0: I mean, there may be a kind of resurgence in local multiplayer in the indie scene, and I guess we've got Smash Brothers and stuff. But I, don't, I think, in general, it's still in decline. Local multiplayer.
1: I've been uh, yeah, I've, I've been seeing more and more people sort of writing articles and sort of commenting. Yeah, um, it's because
0: there's been this indie wave. With, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's like
1: it, actually, remember this? It was awesome,
3: guys. Yeah. Why is nobody doing this anymore? Yeah. But I don't think it'll save it. <laughs> no you might be right. Who knows? It's. I think it would have. Maybe the problem is is that you know this would have been if we were still kids, maybe. Yeah. And you know, living in proximity to each other, this stuff still works. Mm. Um, but because we've got older and life gets in the way and you
1: can't just come over everyone's oh, house life. all the time. Excuse me, says life. Yeah. It's not like grown up. It's not like all the kids place. now
0: don't have internet as well. That's the thing they do. They're 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 the ones on Xbox Live. You can hear goddamn. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Talk
1: about your mum. <laughs> my my thinking is is that you know they've gone from like gaming grew up like everyone grew up with that because that was the only way you could do it, and then the internet happened, and the people developing were making games for themselves still, so they made games for the internet because that was where they grew up too, and it's like now we're getting to the stage where it's like people are making all these games again, but because perhaps you have been so long. Without games of that type, that the kids of now are growing up without that. Mm, it's True, to a certain extent. You know, it's not. What as... was
2: the point of this sentence? No,
1: I'm just. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work out where you were going with this point. It, yeah. the my, my point is, is that kids of today haven't had the local multiplayer experience. I think that's probably true. That we used to have because we used to have them all the time Things... across pretty much every game. Would have something that you could do in four player.
0: Whereas kids today, you have to go home to your own house to play Minecraft with your friends.
1: You can't, <laughs> <Yeah>. you <can't laughs> well, unless you have the Xbox version. The Xbox yeah, version did, yeah. And the Xbox version did split screen.
0: Yeah, sure. So. But in general, people play the PC version. No, I think. Oh, Although Minecraft, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I did see a kid playing the 360 version. I wouldn't have, d- thought, d- 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 I would have thought very
2: many people played the Xbox
1: 360 version split screen a lot. No. <laughs> they probably, probably play it over the internet. Yeah, I expect so. I, I for one, miss it. I think it's... Uh yeah well
0: that's why we've got our, our indie games from people like us going remember this let's let's yeah. play nidhogg
1: or now, now we also then it's up to us to put together the scenarios in which we might actually play these games yeah, exactly and then we can't play well them. that's the thing <laughs> i
0: mean like in london with um i didn't go but ho went to like a whole indie event where everyone was getting together playing samurai gun effectively in like a a club or whatever cool. it was. Yes, they were doing. I can't remember what it was called, but like a game jam thing. No, but game jams are about coding, aren't they? Yeah. No, no. I can't remember. No, jam,
4: yeah,
1: jams are normally about development.
0: But... Yeah,
1: that's right. No, I can't remember what it was called,
0: but it was something. It Because they had an Oculus Rift and she was trying out. Oh, um, cool. What's it?
1: Um, Do you see that someone made a version of um, yeah. the first of the Nez Zelda game for Oculus? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I may have seen that. I,
0: don't, I think I would, that would make me very ill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the game itself makes me a bit ill, I think. One of the times, <laughs> that first one. It's really quite cool. I've never cool. actually
1: played it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever I've played any of the like, hard. 2D Zeldas properly.
0: I I played the one on the Game Boy, the uh, Link's Awakening DX, mm. the colour version. That was really good. But yeah, I didn't. And Zach played, you played Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Well, I played like, all of the Game Boy ones yeah. somewhere
3: or another. Yeah. Lost Gems <laughs> in the third one. Uh, Link to the the SNES last. one I would really like. Yeah, to. that that one's
0: a classic. Yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah.
1: I, I keep saying to myself I should probably go try and actually play some some of the SNES things that just passed me by that I've always sort of like looked at from afar but I've never really sunk my teeth. So that will be another video we're making. Rob plays Metroid. Link. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: What well, Super Metroid? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Not the NES one Not because that's a bit too ridiculous. Yeah, but of course the new the new uh, Link. Between Worlds is very much part based on based of the Stars, nice yeah. one. Yeah. And uh John Bummer were very keen on that last year. And I mm.
1: you know,
0: was insufficiently
1: but, keen. Well got Game of the Year from a few Did you places. Play it?
0: No. No. That's all so. I meant. Probably if you played it you'd like it. No, I don't know. I don't think <laughs>
2: I, I don't think it's enough. <laughs> I think, I don't have the hell of the standard for that.
0: <laughs> well it's all right <laughs> because it is actually mixing up Zelda more than usual because it has that like, well, get that, Items in different yeah. orders and shit. Except I wouldn't have
2: called that, like, that All it really means is, like, everything will be more generic, surely. Because like, if you, if you don't have any. If you, there's no. There's no if, there's, difficult... if there's no
1: first place to go to to give yeah. you the shitty item. Yeah, doesn't it mean there's no difficulty curve. A bit like when you're playing, like, I don't know, Borderlands or something, there isn't really much of a difficulty curve mm. in, in games like that where everything's leveling to you. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. It's
0: certainly not based mm. on leveling like a traditional RPG. No, no, that no. would be too much of a departure for Zelda. I don't think they would go that way. No, but uh, unless apart from they probably get to do that in that in Dynasty that, Warriors yeah, thing. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors
1: Zelda. Oh, Is right. it
3: called Hylian yeah, Battle or something? Hylian bullshit. It's the other thing about me having a Wii U.
1: I'm going to have to get a copy of Sonic Lost World so I can try that stupid Hyrule DLC. Thing. I
3: saw.
0: Some, I, I'm sure I heard someone maybe on the podcast say Hylian one day, Hylian. I'm like, no. Yeah, no,
1: I've heard that before as well. I'm sure it's Hylian. I, uh, <laughs> well, be... that's the thing, I'm not sure, me. actually, because it's always, it's always written, isn't it? No one yeah. says it. But it's Hyrule, but I would still say
3: Hylian.
0: Or is it Hyrule? <laughs> Hyrule. Hyrule. Yeah. I'm sure
2: someone probably has, said. There's been enough soldiers at this point that have had a smaller voice.
0: Tiny, tiny. No, but they're always like, just like,
4: hey. <laughs> that's true.
0: Because I noticed on the on the Dropbox settings page the other day that the security icon is a shield, but
3: it's the Hylian shield. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Hylian. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it doesn't... Yeah, maybe that doesn't work. I'm still saying Hillian. Yeah, so... Fuck you guys. Hyruian. 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 Sorry. That's what I think it should really, be. Hyruian. <laughs> sure. Well, no. What did they say when, they went, when, they, when it was in... Uh... The yeah, Majora's
2: Mask, because that that place is called Terminal, wasn't it? Yeah, but there wasn't, a, there
0: wasn't a shield based on that, was there? Or, yeah. Did you still get a Hyrulean shield in Terminal? I can't remember. I
3: don't think you did get that shield. Did you? No. I, 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 no, I can't remember what you got in 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 um, that game. We got any other news? Really, Terminal. Yeah. Terminal shield. Terminal shield. <laughs>
0: so, uh, news marty o'donnell mysteriously sort fired
4: yeah from Bungie? It's, it's
1: not clear because there's been he his tweet was uh read basically that i will no longer be working for Bungie without cause yeah or something suggesting that it came as a surprise to him that he is no longer or that he's handling his dismissal in a sort of unprofessional way Pot- potentially <laughs> is, is the alternative yeah um now the interesting part of this is that he's already penned quite a lot of the music for Destiny. Well, Before it must have been nearly Because him, 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 he was working with Paul McCartney and stuff on this. Exactly. Like, so presumably his work will make it into Destiny in some way. They've confirmed that, apparently. Ah, okay. really, his
0: music will be in Destiny.
1: But then moving forward with that franchise, presumably he's no longer involved. No. Well, if, Definitely If not. they're choosing to make it a franchise, or if Destiny is just a one-off. I guess that would depend on sales. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I mean, he does define Bungie. Like, in, ter- in, in terms of, you know, when you associate the audio of those games. Certainly Halo. Yeah, you think of that Halo theme, don't you? It's just...
4: yeah, as always,
1: awesome. it's like, how difficult is the game to replace, really? Well, this is the thing. This is the other argument people have been making that, okay, if you're going to go in a dramatic change of direction for the feel of your soundtrack, can one can you get the same guy to do that? I mean, Marty O'Donnell does have a style. Yeah. Like, all of that. But then he's always been working within Halo, as far as we know. And I haven't yeah. heard any of the stuff for Destiny. The Destiny stuff, yeah. So. I doubt it would have been that much different. I
0: mean, name another one. Well, that's the, the point. It's like, if they, want to go in
1: a, if they want to go in a different direction, could Marty O'Donnell do that different direction? So by dismissing him and getting a new guy on. Yeah, but if
2: he, you said, just said he's already done it.
1: <laughs> Mostly,
0: probably. Whatever the, music he was doing. It could be that he didn't agree with the direction they were going or wanted him to go. Um, maybe and there was like a creative difference it's,
1: yeah it's, it's the timing of it that's weird it's like it's probably all done so yeah. they were like fuck it we're done with you man we don't need any last minute adjustments from here on we, Yeah, we can deal with that Paul McCarty could it
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get our next people in yeah mysterious it was strange it was strange but you know he's not he's not unlikely like most like I guess gaming
1: celebrities it's not unlikely to be out of work for long. I'm sure it'd be fun. Do something
0: else. Go to some competitor. Probably be doing the Titanfall music before long.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what music? <laughs> well, exactly. They'll fix. He'll fix that. I don't want Titanfall. Probably though. there isn't just in, isn't enough music. Well, there's no way to play music really. I mean, there's music playing a lot of the time during the game but it's well, like, Halo is proof that really all you really
0: need really is the title screen music I to guess. be awesome
2: <laughs> Halo actually has quiet times to have music whereas Titanfall is just constantly other fucking sound is going on continuously it's people scary. are constantly saying things at you
3: hmm. <laughs> or while you're shooting prepare to be a tit and fall or you get that annoying like the start of game uh, sting
1: is always the same in Titanfall, it, it does get a little annoying. That da, 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 da. it's always at the start of every
2: round, you hear that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed it. I can't even recognise the bit of music you were just doing then, so apparently it's more the vehicle. every game! <laughs> okay, maybe not, maybe it's not, unless you turned it off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I haven't, because I didn't edit any of the settings apart from turning all the graphics off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Or, or maybe the PC version just doesn't have it. That would be the other yeah, one. <laughs> that
1: would be interesting.
0: All that uncompressed audio that <laughs> couldn't fit that one. <laughs> yeah, that one music <laughs> right.
2: The only bit of music that I do recognise from Four is the shitty menu screen title music that's not actually music. It's oh, yeah. like
1: boom, 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 boom. <laughs> just like generic. Yeah, just boom, like background noise boom, 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 music. Yeah, just sort of sound. Well, and there are there's two different tracks. I think one for when the IMC when you're in the lobby for the IMC, like, in well, campaign. Then, when the they, when you're in campaign, campaign, yeah, they have,
2: like, little actual, actual music tracks, yeah. which are then obscured by the mission briefing, because yeah. <laughs> the missions actually have talking during the lobby. <laughs> no reason to have any music at title, basically, is
3: what what we're saying. I don't know, think it would be a bit weird without it. But... Not during the actual game, but during the menus and stuff, it'd be strange. I game. guess it's the equivalent
0: problem of... I know it's a different style, but it's the equivalent problem of TF2. TF2 has awesome music We don't hear
1: it in the game. No, you only get to hear one track if you like, by, at well, random TF2 when you see it. TF2 the,
2: has, the, has stings, and that's the bit the, where they took the awesome music, and they trimmed it down to like five yeah. seconds and they just played it at the end of the, <laughs> every round. That's true.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you always get that bit of crowd speech. <laughs> no, you don't always get that. You only get that when it's a stalemate. Oh,
3: so <laughs> boy.
2: And that never happens.
1: I don't know. I, I... Depending
2: on what server you're playing on. Because <laughs> a lot true? of servers don't even bother with them, right? They have some nev. Is
4: Has there true? been
0: some stuff or incoming stuff, tf Like a long...
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Just dumping shitty items. As oh, they yeah, do. yeah, yeah, I don't okay. think there's been a proper update
2: to it for a long time. I mean, there I was those couple of levels that was relatively recently.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I-, I think that's what I'm thinking of. I think they did a somewhat update, hmm. which is unusual these days. Now, I yeah, can't remember it's what it's those levels t- even were. T- I can t- remember t- one t- of them,
2: so maybe one of them was okay.
1: Because <laughs> in the one that I see, <laughs> people must like it because it's it like, voted for. So like we think it's still popular in terms of people playing, but it's lost its zeitgeist in terms of yeah, how interesting. TF2 now.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they'll do, because they can't they can't TF3. I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know. They can't catch three anyway, they? <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is true. Maybe that's why the Left 4 Dead team aren't being published by Valve and they had to make it evolve. They might do something. They might still call it TF two, but they
0: might move it to the new source engine and like New T F two. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and rebadge it or something or do something. But that might be a problem because they've got all these assets that we need upgrading. No, they could just not do that,
2: <laughs> and then everyone who like reset everything. Yeah, everyone who like old school d f d would be like, yeah, like yes. yeah. all your
0: stupid hats. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be crazy to see like the, the characters in like the detail that's in the, the yeah. The, but I don't the, think like they, the. I
2: don't the, think you put more detail into that world
1: because the whole point of it is to look kind of weirdly. Know, you, you can you, always you can always up the texture detail. Well, yeah, that's like the ground pictures and stuff, and you know, char- the characters are, aren't as jagged as the world is.
0: You could probably do more with lighting, a la sort of bioshock,
1: sort—I of, don't know,
0: like you, yeah, maybe
1: infinite was sort of along those
3: lines, sort of maybe. cartoony in a way. Yeah,
0: it was—it was the kind of same period of like nineteen tens, twenties cartoon mm. cartoons. That's where the the aesthetic for Tier Two kind of comes from. I'm not saying they're that similar aesthetically, but in some ways.
1: No, I mean, they could obviously, yeah, they can obviously do some better stuff effects and lighting-wise if they
3: wanted to. Yeah, in a stylized way, not in a realistic way. But yeah. You know, but, but yeah, you're right. They, they wouldn't need to up, I don't think they need
1: to up the poly count too much in the world. They could probably put more wow. stuff in it, but, yeah. you know, the that's why <laughs> the rocks and stuff and their sort of strangely jagged nature is the style. Yeah, yeah. And it's, they, they've sort of worked within limitations to make that style, and it's cool. The you know the build, but then when you think about some areas, like some of the buildings are just a
3: a polygon. Yeah, quite blocky, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, two yeah. triangles. <laughs>
0: they scope a little bit more. If they wanted to give a face, if they could, and they could pull it off, but I don't know if they will.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wonder if they like our valve backing themselves. That's an interesting question, actually. are valve in some ways backing themselves into corners with <laughs> games like TF2 and Dota 2, um, in that. If they were to ever make a Dota 3 or a TF3, that does a the, disaster, does yeah. there have to does does the game have to have died and died for long enough mm. for them to introduce the the next one and be all like, hey, this is amazing and new and you don't have nobody cares about all that previous stuff. Not really, um, because it's
2: just like it's not like Call of Duty doesn't come out every goddamn year. <laughs> this way you release T F three and everyone will go to it pretty successfully, I imagine.
1: Yeah, maybe. Like,
2: but then TF two has been out for like Eight years or so something, even, has, yeah.
1: even without all of the assets in the store and all the stuff all that actually maps. make money. Yeah, or well, assuming it's a new game and it's not just a reskin of PS2, then yes, <laughs> <laughs> opportunity
3: what if they, to spend yeah, more money,
1: shift the balance of the, all the nine classes somehow.
3: Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, that's, just, that's just an interesting thought to me. It's like yeah, Dota may be a more at risk, I
1: suppose, because of like, the sheer volume of random stuff
2: I don't think that I don't think they there's anything to do for a new engine for that because it's already they like, kind of already fixed what was
1: wrong with the last one because <laughs> you're
2: already looking at a top down RTS thing and wow you can zoom in and that's totally useless for actually playing the game so there's no reason to do it no, <laughs> so totally. they never need to make super high volume count models for virtually anything
0: no it's true you're kind of done there aren't you and that's
3: quite recent it's only just come out for for real for real yeah, yeah. I'm struggling with more actual, real, news. decent news. news. Yeah. Off top of it, nothing else was that interesting to me this last period of time. Well, you've been playing some games then. I have. Hurrah. What have you been playing, Robert? You're starting with me. Oh, Robert. Okay.
1: <laughs> the full name. I have played through Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Ah, I have played through all of it. Awesome. Laser dragons and laser shit. dragons and neon and cyber everything. Pew, pew. Cyber everything. And mega nerds. Or, mega or whatever. Yeah. Mega Shields. There are mega shields. Right.
3: And just nerds. I don't think they're mega oh, nerds. Right. I think <laughs> they're just nerds. just nerds. Okay. What's <laughs> the deal? Like, uh, it's kinda cool. It's kinda cool. It did sort of
1: I ha was really skeptical about it actually. Like I was excited to play it, but then after the first hour Yeah something wasn't gelling with me right. And I think that's because I wasn't entirely sure what I was getting into in terms of Far Cry. Right. Not in terms of Blood Dragon, if mm-hmm. you see know what I mean? I kind of saw Blood Dragon as oh, this is going to be a throwaway kind of run and gunner. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually... It, it is Far Cry. It plays pretty much a lot like how... Well, I've never really played a Far Cry game properly, but it's. Right. I think it, it must share an awful lot with Far Cry 3. Oh, it certainly does. It's, yeah. Um, it was released not long after.
0: No, it, it, wasn't, was not it wasn't, long wasn't long after, like yeah. half
1: a year or something. After.
0: Yeah, it's probably something that they started working on the, the moment they went gold with
3: Far Cry 3, mm-hmm. even before they released it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, there must have been some teams working in parallel, I guess. Maybe. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of that open-worldy stuff, probably more than I was expecting. And it's you actually have to play it a little differently, I think, from the shooters I've been playing a lot recently. So it's you have to... Because it's not proper full regenerating health, it's got that that Far Cry Three style blocks of health system. Yeah. You do have to be more careful than I've yeah. been used to recently. So at first, I was kind of struggling with it, yeah. and uh, and because it has stealth elements, I was struggling with those. <laughs> and it's like get, wrapping my head around how things worked took a little, yeah, a little adjustment because it sort of throws you in a little. Like you get most of your guns right from the start. Um there's a few that you unlock along the way, but you get like most of the practical stuff pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um and then just like, oh here's how things work. But it does have the possibly the best tutorial parody I've seen in a while. Because basically your uh your comrade, I suppose your colleague, um, who's more geared up for computer hacking than you are, has basically hacked your HUD to force you to go through the tutorial as a joke. And so, oh, I see. and so, as these me- these super dumb messages are appearing on screen, like running is like walking only faster. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and you're, like Rex is constantly going, for fuck's sake. <laughs> awesome. So it's, that's pretty funny. What's yeah. his name again? He's Rex Power Cult. <laughs>
3: Rex Power Cult. <laughs> awesome.
1: Which is pretty dumb. And it's like, oh, the only sort of real problem I had with Rex as a character is his voice didn't seem to be. The same as his face, right? You know, it didn't seem like it matched too well because he's like he's very like this the entire time, and he's like this is fucking awesome and stuff like that. And then you see him, and he looks a little bit like Ryan Gosling, I guess. In oh, some right. ways.
3: you know, it's like I don't imagine Ryan Gosling talking like that, with the huskiness. I mean, <laughs> didn't look grizzled enough. <laughs> I guess, even with his purple cyber eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course.
0: Is that it's, where the head comes from? in cyberite?
1: So well, he's mostly cyborg, right? It? Okay. There's, there's not much of him that's real. <laughs> I think it? I was
0: trying to think who you were reminding me of, and I think it's Senor Gage from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's less husky and more like flat, like monotone. Well, no, it's not monotone because it kind of goes up and down, doesn't it? Uh, think about I it. Can't. Anyway, sometimes. Okay. On the side. it was like the weird looking he, lo- he looks like Strong Bad but he's got a big beer belly and, he's like and another like, alternate universe and he, Strong he, and he, yeah so he's, right. he's an alternate universe Strong Bad and he carries around like an Aldi bag for some reason or something <laughs> but if he's like Free and I can't, I can't remember what the, what the
2: origin was. It was some, like, one of the emails was like... Kind of cool. It was a different kind of cool. Do you want the <laughs> it's like he, It was a strong man imagining what he would like be like living on the streets, basically. That's or, right. like, or like being a creepy uncle or something. That's right. He carries a plastic like... bag full of melted yeah. candy bars. Yes. <laughs> but then he just became an alternate universe thing, of course, as everything did in his program, really.
3: Oh,
0: it's God on me. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yep, sorry for that no, aside, did you see that it, it updated on Halloween for the first time in like three years? What, was this Halloween? <laughs> this Halloween,
3: yeah, there was a new tune. I can't remember whether I saw it, they because were, it's been so long since they the were new
0: update. They were joking about how they were, hadn't been on. Hey yeah, on, yeah. That's yeah. what the last three or four <laughs> I have been where it it's, is, like,
2: well, it's been wow, like six months since we did anything, yeah. six months later, it's like, oh, it's been like oh, six months, yeah. and now it's like, oh, it's been like two
3: years. <laughs> <rearrashed> <sighs> anyway, Blood Dragons,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. It's interesting. they for opening. I didn't I didn't gel with it too well, but I kind of got into it after a while. Yeah, it's like I don't know if this was true of Far Cry proper. But it seems like there's more world than there is mainline, like, by quite some margin. Yeah,
0: that was certainly true in Far Cry 3, but in a good way for me.
1: It's like, because really, there's only, like, four, maybe, actual missions in Blood Dragon. Right. Like, four or five, at most. And, but then there's, like, about ten garrisons to liberate. Yeah, yeah. um... That's a similar and, ratio. And, yeah, There's a man. lot of content in Far
0: Cry 3. So. And a ton
1: of stuff to find all over the map, like just random collectible stuff in a pretty typical Ubisoft fashion. Yeah. In fact, as you pick up the television sets, Rex is making direct references to the Assassin's Creed franchise. Oh, really? Going, oh, but don't have to find any fucking feathers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff.
0: piss out of their other teams.
1: I mean, sometimes they go a little far with their... Um,
0: Self-referential kind of, humor.
1: Yeah, or just they don't. It doesn't feel like like it, it feels like they try too hard with some of the jokes, and uh, that and it just doesn't really doesn't really land. It's it's it works best when they're just going balls out crazy, as opposed to trying to be clever. And it's like in in a sort of the way that it appeals to me, kind of style. Sure, <laughs> you know, it's just when they're being a bit random and a bit stupid, that it sort of works. It's like when they they're being too thoughtful and too. Too far, you know, just this, this is a little heavy handed, it's like not so good, not so good. There is a montage, so you know, they save themselves there. Well, you've got to have a montage, yes. Yeah, so I mean, it's an 80s vision of the future. Any 80s film would be incomplete without a montage, exactly. Even Rocky had a montage, <laughs> it's a pretty good montage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How do they fit that in with gameplay? They don't.
1: They, they don't. Know. It's a cutscene. <laughs> that would be was... crazy if you had a montage that would be, gameplay. That'd be pretty amazing, yeah. Like lots of little mini games. I guess or... that's
0: kind of what you've got at the end of Bioshock like Infinite—is a kind of gameplay montage. <laughs> I guess, but still,
1: you yeah. could sort of do it weary wear style, couldn't you? Drop you into stuff real quick, and it's uh... yeah,
0: yeah, you could, yeah. And, it's got, and cool. it's got
1: terrible music to go with it, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> actually, the music g- is pretty great. Actually, throughout the whole thing, it sets that sort of '80s synth vibe massively well uh, with the occasional like over the top guitar sting you know it's, it's 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 pretty great for saying that and the visuals for the most part are pretty awesome as well like you know they get the neon effect pretty spot on nice. anything that i sort of don't like about it is cuz it's obviously built on far cry is that the the island itself when stuff isn't in neon or isn't sort of cybered up in some way kind of washed out because everything is in this sort of like uh, dark, dark, dark so everything's even like a very dark blue for most of the time yeah. so the landscape itself is kind of dull
0: whereas in contrast the landscape in Far Cry 3 is very lush and green exactly and yeah. You
3: know, so there's,
1: yeah there's obviously them trying to get sort of perhaps get over some of the limitations of what they're trying to do by using the Far Cry as their basis mm. and it's uh, it, yeah, some, some of that doesn't really work, they try and get around it in places by just having, here's a tree and what's going to make this more interesting a mysterious pink light that comes from nowhere. Oh, right. And is just illuminating this tree. <laughs> so it's, it's radiation. Levels, I'm just, it's I don't know. It's, it it, make, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, so you could mainline that game because there's so few missions real fast. Yeah. But you have to, I think
4: uh,
1: the, the level of enjoyment you'll get out of that is how you get, how much you get into just going about the world. Yeah, and it's like it's it's sort of alleviated a little bit by the fact that Rex runs super fast. Um, Yeah, so you can just get about (laughs) without many limitations. It's like most of the sort of I don't know FPS sort of tropes, I guess, aren't really there because you like you run super fast, you can breathe indefinitely underwater, right? You can you don't there's no fall damage um, because you're cyber, and they get they can just ignore a lot of things that would be kind of annoying about getting around the world. which is cool like, most of the time you actually think, is it going to be quicker to run it? Or is driving, does driving have any purpose in this? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> most of the time you just run it. So the cars are kind of irrelevant, which is, and the gliders are mostly irrelevant, cool. when the game forces you to use them a couple of times. But it's a. Uh, so they, they get around that. But then it's, it's sort of a shame. they
0: 80s up the gliders? Like, there's, just, there's just, like,
1: yellow bits on oh, them, right, yellow okay. glowy bits. They're just still it's just like just there's angles. a bow in the game, and the game's description of the bow goes as far as saying, well, it's a bow. There's not a lot very future about it, so we put neon on it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's as far as they go. Awesome. They, they just say that. It's like, well, there we wasn't a lot we could do with a bow, so we covered it in neon. <laughs> Fair enough. And like they they do things like we like oh there's C4 in the game except it's not C4 because it's the future so it's C400. Of you know? course <laughs>
3: it's like it's like C4 but with two extra zeros but with more.
1: Uh, they even do the whole like stupid self-referential stuff that we mentioned earlier in like the hint screens and stuff. It's yeah, because Far Cry
0: 3 had that a bit, but mm. they must have probably expanded on it. Then.
1: Well, it just says dumb stuff all the time, like look out for hints on these loading screens <laughs> and stuff like that.
3: <laughs> Top tip. <laughs> Look out for top tips. Awesome. And uh, so I, I ended up sort of pretty much
1: going completionist on it. I did every, yeah. I did everything other than the thing that I ended up disliking probably most about the game, which is the titular blood dragons. They're just a big irritation. Are they annoying? I find them found them just super annoying. It's like it's they they act like massive predators in that um you can crouch if you're crouching and moving slowly and they're in their green state, yeah, then they don't really pay you much attention, right? But you have to then just go oh, bloody hell, crouch, go really slowly right. until That's I'm out of point of this dragon. Yeah. And it's like if you stand up, then they hear you and they right. go into yellow, I'm going to check out where I heard you state, and if right. you're too close, and they go into red combat state, which is super annoying because they're really hardy, yeah, you have to, they, they have a weak spot on their sternum. It's right. kind of hard to shoot when they're attacking you because they don't rear up really. Right. When you when if they if they're going to uh, for a melee attack, I don't think there's any real good way of avoiding them hitting you. Right. And they knock off quite a few bars of health. Yeah. In every swipe, uh, it's like actually just so just fighting them becomes a real pain in the ass. Like one of the things the game encourages you to do early on is you can in order to take over a garrison, you can sort of take advantage of that Far Cry esque. Um, emergent gameplay stuff oh right try saying, and get yeah. the blood dragon to like, attack oh there's a blood garrison. dragon in the air if you take down the shields the blood dragon is suddenly attracted to all to the smell of cyber soldier right and so it goes into the base and deals with it but then the game does clearly sort of say oh yeah but after that the blood dragon's your problem right yeah and it's like I, no I don't want to deal with that yeah. so I actually did most of the missions not doing anything clever and just killing, killing all the everyone. dudes yeah um and as the game went on, I did try and get. I got better at being stealthy, and because if you if you haven't disabled the alarms, then there will be more guys coming. You've probably got twice the problem to deal with uh, if the alarms come off in terms of a firefight. But firefighting's not all that bad anyway. It's kind of fun.
3: <laughs> Some of that emergent gameplay really worked. Like I had
0: that hilarious story where I came up behind the, the heavy weapons guy and I was trying to stab him in the back, and something went wrong with the. With the Insta Kill attack, and I just did a normal crappy, like like oh, a spy yeah, yeah. swipe equivalent, yeah. and then I thought, oh, I'm totally fucked. And then this bear just balls the shit out of him. I'm like, holy fuck! <laughs> just run <laughs> like hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are there have been a few moments where that's great. Like the one, the best one, and it's it's the stupidest one because it was the least, the one that affected me the least, really. Was that I just done one of the hostage rescue missions, and the guy was like, "Thank you." Takes about two steps, and the blood dragon just goes, "No!" It's like, "All right, fine."
0: Far uh, stuff is awesome.
1: It didn't affect. It didn't. There wasn't enough like comedy emergent stuff, I suppose, right. because the, the 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 wildlife very rarely interacted with the NPCs, and um, occasionally you'd you'd have like a, um, a like like a jeep drive by and notice you and start shooting at you. But of course there's a blood dragon nearby, so the blood dragon immediately just goes, eye lasers! And destroys destroys them. them. And you're just like, okay, that dealt with that. Move it on.
3: Awesome. Um, But that was about as far as it went, really. It's like, I guess there wasn't... Maybe there aren't so many variables in blood dragon's
1: world that can cause the crazy stuff to happen.
0: Yeah, because there's more different wild animals, like obviously a lot smaller, but there's
1: all, all different kinds in there
0: archive three you've got and some of them you know bears obviously dangerous but komodo dragons are like super dangerous as well mm. various other ones yeah and like tigers and shit or whatever there are tigers
1: yeah because mm. most of the wildlife isn't a problem like it is sort of early at the start of the game because you think oh wildlife i'll kill that but actually some of the wildlife is, takes a few bullets at the start yeah of the
4: yeah
1: and it's like they can peck you and it'll hurt and but most of them you sort of end up in if they lunge you, you end up in a quick time event and if you get them off you, then it doesn't actually hurt you at all. Like, if you get in, get into trouble with a crocodile, then it's just going to insta-kill you if you mess it up. or if you succeed,
3: it doesn't, it doesn't harm you in
1: any way. Cool. And I don't think snakes can hurt you in any way either, because they just bite you and you throw them off. But they're neon snakes! Whoa, <laughs> of course. neon snakes. 80 snakes. Uh, yeah, so I got about... uh probably spent about 8 hours on it to, cool. to that's, un- that's 100% it. I didn't 100% the achievements, because some of them are like, yeah, um, kill 25 blood dragons and I'm like, I've killed about 3 yeah, sod that Yeah, I didn't enjoy fighting them, so to the hell with it, admittedly I didn't try it at the end of the game where I max leveled out all my weapons and all my uh, and all my skills so maybe it would have been easier towards the end
3: but I didn't enjoy it before so I have no reason to believe it was enjoyable at the end no. so, you know, sod that uh, yeah, that cool, yeah. kept me going
1: Yes, say, get over that initial sort of shock hump of I wasn't sure what I was getting into and it's fine. So I did that. Well else we've been playing. Uh more Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. I, I, actually, since last the time we podcasted, I don't think I've played any Titanfall, <laughs> but I've played quite a bit of Plants vs. Zombies. Seriously. Yeah. Jeez. They had a new they had another free DLC drop. Like the Zomboss Down okay. uh, pack, which introduced another Gardens and Graveyards level. And a whole shit ton more stuff, including more um, character variants and more customization options, and to cool. to t- to get in the card packs. And it's like, so I'm still
3: kind of impressed. That's three, I think, big, um, even, yeah, two or three big DLC drops for nothing in quick succession, nice. and it's cool, very cool, keeping me into it. And it's a uh, yeah. So, still recommend that. Go back and check it out if you haven't. Get the DLC. Cool. Nice. Uh,
1: and the only other thing I guess I've really been playing a significant portion of is I started playing Trials.
3: Trials, Trials Evolution. Evolution. So I haven't
1: played Trials Fusion. Right, which okay. It just came out on Expo. Steam as well? Uh, I don't think it's out yet yeah, on Steam. I think I
0: saw, it might be pre ordered. There was some
1: pre-purchase stuff yeah. came up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what I've are missing, man. That game is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's like I've got the gold edition, so it comes with like all the new tracks from Evolution, and I think it comes with every track from Trials HD as well. So there's quite a lot of content there, and it's 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 one of those sort of like I I, I have to keep going until I complete this level stuff. Right, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. So some of the levels, I mean, I'm pl- only playing medium difficulty levels but a, at the moment, but a couple of them are pretty hard. Yeah. And it's like, but it, you just keep going. And there's like, occasionally some dumb shit happens that's like, you know, physics-y. Yeah. And it's just, it's just funny. And you're just like, hee 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 And so or you come across a new level and they have got some really dumb mechanic in it. And you're just like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. Uh, well, sometimes it's the stupid stuff that happens at the end of levels. So they're like, they're like fond of explosions and stuff. And one of the I'm things, real. but one of the re- recurring themes is like you could go through this end sequence say, where you finish the level and you just you fall off your bike because you fall off your bike at the end of every level. And then, but then some mysterious like uh, bombs, like the the sort of classic bomb-looking shaped things with the like wings at the back, just fall from the sky for some reason and blow you up. And then you go flying across the map and then you'll land somewhere. And then it will sit there for a bit, and you'll think, well, oh, that was funny. Like, just explosions and stuff. And a piano will suddenly fall on you. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> seriously, random crap. Yeah. Just just dumb stuff like that. Or, uh, like, levels that are, have sort of physics-y elements. And those are some of the more difficult ones, like, where you have to rely on um, use of the physics happening around you in order to progress through the level, like you'll get to a certain point which will trigger an explosion which will drop a crate on a thing which will then create a platform you're on to be raised when the thing lands on it so you have to time your approach just right to bounce off it and uh, uh, yeah, some other things like that. Oh, there's an explosion that drops you and the sees- you under the seesaw and the seesaw flips you in such a way and then you have to deal with the outcome of that um, or, or levels that are, mis- like for some reason like a ghost town, you have these mysterious orbs flying around you and Eerie sounding music and It's it, they go a bit crazy with it. It, 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 probably not as crazy as I was expecting because I sort of heard at one point that Trials of Evolution had this, had these bizarre like perhaps after track mini games that would occasionally occur. Like you finish a course, oh. and then something happened afterwards. Okay, um, but I haven't come across any of that, so I'd not heard that. Maybe that was bollocks. Uh, well, yeah.
0: no, no, it could well be in it. I mean, given the craziness of random piano dropping out of the heavens and shit, <laughs> yeah. who knows what they could do? But yeah, I mean, they've got a pretty fun game already. Let alone adding mini games and stuff. Yeah, I mean, they have mini games anyway, just not yeah, the, yeah, the, what they're they're they call separate.
1: the yeah, what they call the skill challenges. Which so one of them was ultra done because it's basically a distance challenge, like how far can you get before you fail or 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 a minute and a half expires? But you're a, you're not on a bike; you're on skis. but it basically controls like a bike (laughs) you have accelerate and brake and they haven't even changed the animation of the guy it's like the way (laughs) the way he stands is actually quite a lot like you stand on skis he's put his arms out in front and they've just put poles at them right (laughs) and he's like crouched down on his knees and stuff and he's like, "Mm." like it actually looks kind of funny um like pretty close to skiing
3: Mysterious.
1: Uh, it's just about that you know, you're aware the entire time that they know what they've built is dumb, and they're just making good use of that dumbness <laughs> all the time. Not quite Goat Simulator level dumb, but. No, like, no. But, you know, it's still a. At the end of the day, it's still a. Um, Propagate. A challenging game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah it, it comes recommended from me. We'll see how I get on with some of the harder stuff when I eventually reach it. And Sweet. The one thing is, is like, there was the much-touted thing that the Giant Bomb guys always, always really liked, which was that when you boot up the game, you get a rap. Like, the game just sort of uh, has a really stupid rap. But I think it loads too fast on PC, because it seems to fade out while he's still rapping. It's like, oh, I want to know where this goes! <laughs> I have to look it up on YouTube. But it's maybe. different every time I've launched the game so far.
4: <laughs> it's nice. like
1: it's a different song. It's like That's cool. <laughs> it's dumb, but cool. You know what's not, in, not in t-
2: at all cool about it? And having
1: to put Uplay u play in there oh yeah well that was the problem with blood dragon as well it's like it relies on u play and yeah. yeah you know i could have done without that oh it's the fact that evolution is even is super weird because it's a u play game but it installs using an old school like install shield thing and then and then went through an on, an and then launched it and it says ubisoft auto patcher as a program opens downloads this shit and then goes through another install shield installer that i have to click through before I even get in the game. It's like, so. okay, you've put it in Uplay that is one of these Steam-like platforms that should be dealing with this shit for me, and yet I have to go through some high school. I don't think Uplay actually is a Steam-like
2: platform. I think it's just a... (laughs) It's like a rockstar social club or whatever. It's just a login for a, for a registration. I don't think it actually has the managing the downloads or whatever. Yeah,
1: maybe you're right. Yeah, I think that's true. No, I thought Blood I Dragon... Oh no, Blood Dragon actually were downloaded through
3: Steam. Yeah, well, yeah. Was Trials yeah. through Steam. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you see my version of Trials is Uplay, not Steam. Um, so it was, yeah, it, it, Uplay did the download. Oh, okay. Um, but then when I fired it up, it went through this Installed, Auto yeah. patcher craziness. Wait, just downloaded and install <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically.
1: Mm. So, I, mean, I don't know, maybe Uplay does do that stuff, like for other things. But I can't say I've ever bought anything
3: for Uplay. I got given this. So, you know, <laughs> not Uplay by choice. Cool. Have you uh, played much Trials in the past, or are you playing it recently? Not that recently, but I played, like, I don't know, a lot of it. <laughs> Well, not that a lot
2: of it. It doesn't really take that long to get through the to the extremely difficult stuff. I mean, I I, met, I can't remember when I actually stopped, but I got towards, like, the actual hard stuff.
3: I got through all the mediums and all the... The trouble with it is it's just, like, it's a bit... but it doesn't really explain itself in, like, in the unlocking,
2: where it's just, like, you get, you you do the first few levels and you can easily get gold on them because they're easy, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> But it's like, oh, you need this many more medals to progress because you have to switch to the what I guess are the old tracks, the like HD, the warehouse, the HD mode.
1: warehouse, yeah.
2: Yeah, you, you actually have to do that in order to progress. But it doesn't really explain that. It's so just like you need more medals. And you're like, well, I already got
1: the medals. So did you have the gold edition as well? Yeah. So I wonder if the non-gold edition. I thought uh, I assumed the HD tracks were because it was the gold edition version of the game. That you know, this is what you got with it as a. Because otherwise, it would—I guess—it would kind of suck. Like the people that already had Trials HD, and it's like, oh no,
3: Trials Evolution has all the old stuff as well. Oh. Hmm.
1: maybe.
3: So I don't know. Yeah, it didn't but then really- again, Trials HD didn't come out on PC, did it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe eventually. I don't know. But it didn't really
2: explain that switching between levels and it was No even even then it was a bit like kind of harsh in its unlocking requirements even then, when you're like, Oh, there's actually a whole other set of levels, but you do still have to not completely psych.
1: You can't just bronze your way through everything. No. And that is a little surprising maybe, especially towards the end, that must get pretty brutal. Well I've been trying to gold most levels. There's like there's a couple I haven't managed thus far and just sort of like, no, this this level's probably annoying, I'll come back to that later. Or maybe when I get a faster bike. I don't know. Can you take the faster bikes into the earlier levels? You can, but the trouble is like, a lot of the earlier levels are designed
3: for the speed that the earlier bikes go. Mm. So be, having the faster bike doesn't necessarily actually make it easier. Mm. Interesting. But I'm still enjoying it. It's, like, it's, quite, it's kind of cool for like a sort of quick bursty little game.
1: Like, fire it up, do a few levels. Hope, hope that you're not playing a level that you just can't put down. And then... <laughs> I also I hope you're not there. All also, <laughs> why? I
2: know that there's no actual reason to have analog control, but why is acceleration break not
1: on the fucking triggers? It is. No, it isn't. For me, it is. What's, what's wrong with your version? They were on RT and LT for me. No, it's on. It's on the actual face buttons for some reason. It's just like not why did you use that? Oh, I think you, I, I don't know if you're just pushing the face buttons accidentally. But mine is clearly always saying use. Then the you triggers. can't even change it to
2: the triggers. Of-
1: I, I don't know what you've done. That's not what, that's not my
2: experience.
0: Are we talking about the same exact game here? Or? But,
2: I mean, as I said, there's no actual
1: reason for it to not be face buttons because it's not like it's analogue. It helps. If you, like, jam down on the trigger sometimes, your bike just backflips. You have to, like, like it when you're doing the precise ones. Oh, I get yeah, I guess that could work.
3: I mean, they must have thought of that for people playing with keyboard. Well, yeah. Be, must... I can't remember whether I actually tried it on keyboard. Initially, because you can.
2: Yeah. yeah. It, but oh, obviously you would. I mean, you, you, the, what you do, I mean, they recommend in the evolution's
1: tutorials to like just give it a little bit of gas but, to go up hills without flipping over and stuff. Which, like, obviously, what you do need analog for is like spinning and le- leaning.
2: Even though the analog, you don't have analog lean really because it's either you fall forwards or fall
1: back, yeah. which is a bit awkward. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, that that feels more digital. And that's. Well, the thing about that that sucks is like that you can't really get it back in the middle. <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah, Sometimes I'd like to be a yeah. neutral lean. <laughs> well, no, I think the animation of the character is separate from the effect. I think the like whether your biker has lent has physically leant forward, like visually, I think is different from the effect that you that you pushing the stick has, which which, which caught me out for a while. Yeah,
0: that's kind of a shame, in a way.
1: Yeah, because sometimes it's real confusing because your your rider will sort of be stuck like right over the handlebars on a straight, and it's like you don't need to be there. Am I putting? Am I actually? Well, leaning just because forward? it
2: doesn't go back to
1: neutral. No, he just, he just sort stays, of flops around a bit. It stays in
2: whatever position you set it in. Mm. Which is why it's stuck. Because if you
1: don't, if you, I mean, it's a minor animation thing. It doesn't really affect your playing once you once. I'm, I'm not forward. convinced it's
2: an animation thing because the trouble is that when you're in like full forwards and you have to lean back. You can actually the force of it like flips you up slightly if you if you don't like try and feather ferv- it back, which could like if you're on an incline you'll just go whoop and <laughs> fall over backwards if you're going from full forwards to full
3: back too quickly. Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe my thoughts about leaning only effect in the air. Maybe when you're on the ground it does make a difference. It's just weird. You have, it's like you can't you can't actually. You just have to, like, it's entirely playing it by feel. Because
2: there's no, you can't really do it visually. You're just, like, lining up, like, onto, when you're driving up a really steep hill and you're like, well, I you have to, you don't go forwards, but then if you go, once you come to the top, you have to do something else. Like, you have to flip your weight to actually make you land on top of the hill, which isn't always... Mm-hmm. You just like I don't really know what I'm doing. Sometimes you're just doing things, and then sometimes it works. And then you're like, "Well, I guess that was probably. I think I can maybe replicate that."
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you might be right. It's like the first time through a level, I'm not sure I'm uh, going into it with the mindset. Oh, I, I know how to handle this bit of terrain. It's like I it was just like, "Well, let's see what happens," and, and then i can adjust. The other thing that I find kind of awkward about it is like there'll be a lot of times where
2: you you get you'll start going and you'll be like you'll be. Doing good for like a couple of checkpoints or whatever, but actually carrying speed through the whole level can just cock you up. And then, then you'll crash and then you'll reset. And you'll, be, you'll reset to a checkpoint that you've just passed and you'll be going for a standing start. And that's actually better.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I've, yeah I've noticed that. There's a few courses where that's definitely.
2: That must be excellent. true in the, in real.
1: I'm not, I
0: know it's nothing like real motocross, but you do have to stop in real motocross, right? Okay. Yeah,
2: but it's just like it's, there's no. There's no reason that you'd think to play that game like that, I
0: guess.
1: (laughs) No. It's like,
2: once you get going, you think that's what you're meant to be doing, because the whole point is to get through the level in one flawless run.
1: Yeah. Until you know the level, and then you know that, okay, I need to be, I need to actually sort of practically stop at this point. But then that becomes a challenge in itself in the single run, to actually land in that right spot to stop. Yeah. And it's like, but that's cool. I don't mind any of that. It's like, that's the difference between gold running and silver running. You know, it's it's like there's more challenge in a gold run and it's like i'm okay with that that makes sense to me i know i i just don't think it,
2: i i i like that in theory but i just don't feel like it's precise enough that's
1: just a that matter of fact of the physics yeah. really. yeah there's no getting around that it's not like uh it feels a bit like you know when you're doing meat boy and you're doing those um like the levels with the physics y things, like the repulsors. like the rockets, and, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's that kind of thing. It's like suddenly some of the precision of the game feels like it's lost, even though there's no accident to it in Meat Boy. Yeah. It's like just the inclusion of those elements feels like you're a loss of precision. And it's like if you were to now in, in Trial's case, there's that, but there's also the fact that the physics, like that you're just that you just control, probably aren't quite so solid and quite so precise. Yeah. So it's like there's always a bit of that. But then, it, but then it almost makes it even more satisfying when you overcome all of that. It's like when you get it right and you get the gold run on the level that's been annoying you for a while. I, cool. I, I don't
2: think I was interested enough to actually bother to go back and redo anything. I was just like, I'll oh, get for it with silver isn't that we have to unlock the next thing. Don't need to see anything more than once,
1: I guess. Yeah, because like that's that's the trick, isn't it? Seeing all the tracks and then it's like because that's where all the cool stuff is. So you don't necessarily need the gold everything, but depends what kind of completionist mood you're in. Well, I don't think, and I haven't tried any of the like the you know the extensive track library that people have built up. But <laughs> Insane. I already tried I one agree, that I couldn't too. work out that was just called free riding, and it basically started you off in a circle. It's like, well, how do I get to these other circles? <laughs> it's like I can't work out how to make this thing open in some way. But
3: that might have been the challenge. I don't know. Mm. How do you make this thing open? What's the trigger? I don't know. I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it. Yeah, oh, I think it's cool. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I haven't read anything about the new one, about Transfusion. Yeah, that's coming up, isn't it? Well, say, I games. think it's already out on X mm. um, Can't be that different, though, can it? Yeah, I don't know. What have they done? Yes, that's always the question. They gave it a trick system which doesn't really do anything apart from give you another goal to fulfil in, uh, in the middle of levels, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm not so fussed about that what more Tony Hawk-style scoring or something. Yeah. Or like goals, like do a certain
1: trick. I did wonder if any of Trials would be possible with a third dimension.
3: Like, Or would it just be so unbelievably difficult? <laughs> It'd be quite different, wouldn't it? But, you know, it could be cool. Or something else. You can't. You have to, the whole point of the 2D play is to restrict you onto a track.
2: Because if it was just point-to-point, yeah. point, then that's Motocross Anders so and that's not actually... <laughs> No. <laughs> not really
3: a track in that point unless you're actually doing track races in which case it is a track but that's, that's not really the same that's thing that's not like mm-hmm. the whole point of trials is to go over obstacles yeah not around them
0: well it would be like
1: well they have to do that when they define like be more like mirrors, don't BMX
0: or whatever wouldn't it where mm. you had to balance on rails like you know
3: <laughs> that was done like you would have to an extra dimension of balance mm. in addition to the forward-back balance, you'd have to have side-to-side balance.
1: Well, I guess the trick to that, the you know, you'd have to define obstacles that you had to go over, like things within the course that you had to do. Mm. And if you didn't, there'd be an explosive crate or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in real, what do you call it? Is it called motocross? What's the know. trials
1: thing where they do do
0: that, where they like yeah, where well, there like a courses. course, yeah. and they do have like a tightrope. Bits where you have to go along a really narrow bit. of
1: Yeah, or over some pretty awkward rocks or yeah. an extremely steep slope without yeah. falling over backwards. All yeah, that stuff. that stuff does exist. But yeah, I don't know what it's called. I think it is called trials or some kind of trial, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah similar to... Uh... But those courses
2: are like those are incredibly thin because They're like mostly barely a metre wide most of the time. Yeah, it's that's true. Putting you on, it's basically on a 2D plane. Yeah, but... So you... that's the that, that game they made. That's true. I know, but, you'd have, but you they, have bounced that way. Yeah,
1: there would be a third dimension of leaning to deal with. But yeah,
0: just make it harder.
1: It would be interesting. I wonder if they could... I, I just wondered, I was just curious. I wonder if they could sure. pull off a trial-style game.
0: It'd be like, what was
3: the Scream of All-By-Four? I
0: guess,
1: <laughs> yeah. Although that was kind of
2: interesting in its own way. <laughs> well, that was like the inverse. It was like you didn't have
0: any lean control. Which maybe no. that was the hard part, because you had to not fall over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to take the right route. <laughs> mm. Which is the same as real real 4x4 trials, or whatever mm. you call them. Yeah. Although you probably do some degree of leaning <laughs> inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can actually shift some out of weight. Probably not much relative to the weight of the vehicle, but I guess it depends. If you're on one of those little deep wranglers you might get quite a
3: bit a little
1: bit. Potench potentch, potentch. So yeah, I guess that's all I really have. Those those three oh, yeah. are the main three I've been focusing on. So, I'm sort of in a holding pattern until my Wii arrives. Uh, <laughs> what you're going to
3: go straight into Lego City Undercover? <laughs> maybe, maybe well,
1: yeah. that that old new Super Mario. I
3: guess. New Super Mario. Mm. Okay. Look forward to that
0: whoop, whoop. shortly, Zach. What have you been playing over the past two weeks? This of pre- past week and the week before that, the, <laughs> the, the contiguous two weeks. contiguous <laughs> two week period, as we <laughs> have to three. It, like, like. What you might term a fortnight <laughs> if you were a British,
4: mm-hmm.
3: apparently. Well, uh, I played a lot of random little bits of things because I've been doing that again. I guess. And then I was
2: like and then I was trying to remember what I'd actually played, I was like, how did I actually spend time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the eternal struggle of of uh, of Zachtim, isn't it? Didn't you have a job or
3: something? I heard. No. No? What what, what, what you sort what of happened? did for a bit. That wasn't really a job, but what did you have? What were you doing? I was doing a work
2: thing, but There not you go. A work, a work
0: not job thing. There yeah. you go. <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> pretty much it. An
0: unpaid work.
2: But then yeah, so it was just like, I don't know how I... I guess I played Kerbal, with you know, that takes up a lot of time. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you yeah.
0: don't really realise it. It takes up whole days trying to get into the right orbit. Well, it's just...
2: It was the classic problem that I always said about Kerbal before, when it's just like, you don't... You have the time speeding up thing, and you think that, that you know because you're saving you, literally days go by when you're turning the time warp up but then when you're actually doing a movie you don't realise that you're like
0: t- spending 15 minutes doing one thing doing one burn <laughs> yeah <laughs> just waiting like I don't want to overshoot right how much do I burn for I have to burn for like Sorry. 45 seconds but yeah. I better start burning like before I reach the actual point yeah. and then yeah and then,
2: as I also mentioned before, it's like even when you're in maximum time walk, if you're doing interplanetary stuff, that's still... Like, maximum time walk isn't maximum enough. <laughs>
0: no. You still have to wait. Yeah. Go make a cup of tea while you're <laughs> travelling to Jupiter. Yeah. So, yeah, I
2: played some amount more of that still fucking around the asteroids thing because I'd already done the... I'd already... Captured an asteroid, not in the actual, not in the scenario missions that they made. I did it properly. Just yeah. pick a random asteroid and fucking fly to it and get it. And that wasn't too difficult. So then, then I entered my actual old career safe file where I was progressing through the science tree. Yeah, which conveniently I got to the precise point in the science tree where the, the grabbing thing was, so I could just unlock that immediately and then do it again for actual science points. But yeah, so I did. So I. Got a really tiny asteroid with the first one, just with the grabbing and bringing it back and putting it in orbit. and That was fine. I was like, yep, that's still... That was not really any more difficult in non-sandbox mode, because okay. I guess I just had the right parts okay. as well as the grammar. But then... So then I... <laughs> I played around for a while more doing other science, and getting more science, fiddling around with my stupid moon base that had where i made i very specifically made the moon base in a in this way because you have the lab module uh-huh. which like increases your science output because you process the science in the lab module before you transmit it so it increases its value okay more sciencey science
4: yeah <laughs> okay. so,
2: so i built this i put like the base with the lab module in but then in order to get the science from the different environments which is how you get more science I was like, so I have you have to build a rover that basically has all the science modules on it. Drive out to a place, collect the science, collect the science bring it back, attach it to the lab module, then process it, purify, then, pass it purify the yeah, then purify the science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, purify the science. So I was doing that, but then the, the trouble was I I built this goddamn base on the small moon, not the big moon. Right. I mean, you know, it's the little one. Yeah. And even though I deliberately tried to make this rover unnecessarily large, when you're on like incredibly tiny amounts of gravity, like on that tiny moon, it's fucking impossible to drive. <laughs> right. Even though I deliberately made it super heavy, extra heavy
4: right? Okay, it's like
2: you get no grip. Although that does kind of make it easy if you're if you're on the like because that that moon has those super fat has the super flat like frozen seas or whatever it's just like a flat plane yeah. at sea level and then it has hills so they were like if you want to drive directly across one of those big flat lanes, you just accelerate to whatever speed you go and then you don't have to touch anything from then on because you never actually have enough friction to decelerate so you just keep going <laughs> okay? because <laughs> the gravity is so low and the friction is so low on your contact on the surface it's just like cruise control yeah you just start it up and then you just have to remember to stop leave yourself
0: enough braking distance can you get to the point where, I don't know, you probably can't bring enough fuel, but I mean, if you're on that low gravity, can you just like fly around with the RCS or Well, what? I was thinking about doing that because that, that, that was when I was thinking about making that rover even more heavy. I was
2: like, I can just put rocket pieces on yeah, it. Yeah, just fly <laughs> around. You fly because we have places and then drive to a precise spot.
0: You're not going to need much thrust to like fly over the surface. No,
2: but then that's sort of inherently more dangerous as well,
0: I
3: guess. Yeah, because you can just flip it. Yeah, because you
2: can fly just <laughs> flying up
3: quite badly. Especially if you're going fast. Yeah. Like, if you, when you're coming down to do a landing, or just, like, when you're doing this, like,
2: cancelling your sideways motion, yeah. that's only, like, a few metres a second. Yeah, You're not, like, taking off and then flying at, like, 100 metres a second parallel to the ground, yeah. <laughs> and then having to stop again. Yeah. That's a bit more dangerous. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I did drove around on that place for ages. And the trouble with that, also, the other problem with that is that you can't time warp. While yeah. you're travelling over the surface, no. you can't time warp. And also because it's such a small planet, you can't even physics time warp. You can't even go to the times four speed that you can on, like, Kevin's surface. Yeah, so just fuck up. Well, also because, yeah, you don't want to do that yeah. because that physics time warp always makes things yeah, explode. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I, then, so after I got all this extra science from driving that science rover around, <laughs> I built another asteroid-grabbing devi- device, except this time I made the stupid, like, the only logical progression after you've got an asteroid into orbit is to get a slightly bigger asteroid, but then build a ship that has, like, four little individual extra gravity probes that come off that just have parachutes on them, and then parachute <laughs> the asteroid down to the surface. Of course I can't. <laughs> because why wouldn't you? And that worked way too well, as it turned out. I was like, this is never actually going... I'm, like, maybe I, I was thinking I wouldn't have brought enough parachutes, but that turned out not to be the case. Or, like, I was thinking... There's no way they're actually going to let you do this. Like the asteroid will just spontaneously combust when it hits the ground. Because why would it
0: not do that? Yeah, <laughs> but, but as no. it turns out <laughs> you can actually get an asteroid all the way down to
2: yeah. The asteroids totally just have a regular collision, but it doesn't. It's what? not actually really worth it. Is the trouble because because when you're up there, you can take like the science. You get a special like surface sample basically off the asteroid, and the trick to like the science is you do it in different environments to get more science, so I'd already, I'd got this asteroid in solar orbit, so I was like I get the surface level in solar orbit then when I get it to the planet, do, do surface level in high orbit, surface level in low orbit, and it's like, yeah, get all those different science points, and then when you actually land it with the parachutes, that does turn out to actually recognise that it's in, the, in a different environment, it's like surface level from this asteroid from the mountains <laughs> ah. and I was like yeah. that's sort of good except, unfortunately, it's not worth any more science it's only the same in of sites as all those other places. Right. So then I was thinking, maybe you could just, like, if you are got a really small asteroid... You could just move it around. Yeah, you just build, like, a ship around it and just fly it to all the different planets. <laughs> Get all the... Inv- <laughs> harvest the, double the environment.
0: Yeah, harvest yeah. all the environments for all the different Combination. planets. Combination. Combo
4: environments. Yeah.
0: Can you... if you cheat, can you, like, actually deflect the orbit of, like, a moon? Or are they fixed? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't... I imagine you probably can't. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you can hack, like, you can just hack the orbital numbers, but that's not really the yeah, same. Yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> don't, don't you wonder, like, can you actually parachute the moon onto the Earth? That would be, <laughs> <that'd> be mental. <laughs> it would be interesting <laughs> if yeah. you could. Yeah. But yeah. it's like the asteroids are kind of,
2: I don't, I think, well, at the moment, the asteroids just seem to be randomly generated, which makes sense. Yeah. Because they, they don't stay around unless you're tracking them. Basically, it's like, as long as you're tracking them, you lock it yeah. so that it doesn't disappear. Yeah. But the and the have trouble is, cars
0: and Grand Theft Auto
2: if you're following it it stays alive. But the trouble, the trouble <laughs> with, with that is that because they're randomly generated like they're always on collision courses like right. 50% of the time they're just immediately going to crash into the planet it's like that's not very realistic.
0: <laughs> right okay because they wouldn't stick around because they'd have crashed no. already.
3: right? And oh. also they fucking
0: destroy the whole planet. Right that is dumb because you'd have to yeah, because in reality they're in stable orbits because they haven't run into anything in millions of years.
2: Yeah. And they're all, they're all like right next to the planet, relatively speaking. Right. It's not like an asteroid belt. It's okay. just like asteroids around the vicinity of the planet. Ah, okay.
0: It just happened to be. And over. so obviously
2: quite a lot of them crash into the planet, and the rest of them have like quite like 50% of them crash into the planet, and then like 25% of them have an orbit that interacts with the planet on the first pass, which of course. Flings them into a different orbit, yeah, and occasionally you'll get ones which just like because of the stupid way com- com- like air physics works, you'll have asteroids that don't quite clash- crash into the planet, but go to a low enough ast- al- altitude orbit, in the right? ast- into the atmosphere that they orbit the planet like they stabilize themselves just because of the because of the like air resistance or the imprecise physics calculation, so it's like I already. It's like I just have a C-class asteroid that's orbiting my planet without me having to do it because
3: <laughs> it just got there by itself. Okay. <laughs> that's quite dumb. So yeah. That was that. Indeed. So you're not planning to play the
0: actual scenario missions because they're not as Well, the scenario missions from
2: what I, I only looked at like the, the blurb of them. Yeah. And it's like the story missions are like do stuff do, the yeah. asteroid grabbing ship is twenty meters away from the asteroid and then like and grab it drive forwards. <laughs> okay,
0: <yeah. laughs> what? That's done.
2: Yeah. And then there's like then there's the second scenario where it's like perform a burn to put it into an orbit. And it's like that's the easy part as well. Yeah, fair enough. The actual plane to it is the difficult bit, and I actually ended up having to do that a weird way because normally, you know how you have like the maneuver nodes and you set it up. So if you were going to the moon, you'd like set up a node and then you drag it out and you'd be like, oh here's yeah, yeah. where the intercept is and it creates a different like Colored orbit. thing. Yeah, yeah. So it creates the intercepts onto the object. But because the asteroids are so small and they don't have their own gravity well. right That kind
0: of doesn't really work. So you have to kind of adjust the arc so they're kinda of hitting it. Yeah,
2: so so like what I worked out the best way to do it was is like you use the maneuver nodes to get it so that there's an intercept where it's like I don't know a couple of thousand kilometers or something, yeah, is still quite a long way, away. but then then basically, like at that point, just do it old school, so like switch your navball into target mode, mm-hmm. which shows you what direction the target is to y- relative to you, yeah, and then just basically fly fly towards it manually, yeah so just like try and guess how what what your relative speeds are, and then just try and adjust it so that you just fly there by yourself,
3: and that's actually probably the easiest way to do it. So yeah, that was kind of awkward. It's because they don't have... When you've
2: got it switched into target mode, it it puts a marker that tells you this is the direction the target is right now. Yeah. But the the speed markers are, are... It's your speed relative to the target, but that's not really... That's like your overall speed. So like when you're coming up to the asteroid... 90% Ninety percent of your speed is parallel to it because you're still traveling along with it on a with similar it. orbit. Yeah. So you need to like cancel all of that, except not quite all of that because it's still moving. Yeah. As you're going towards it, so you still need to. So it's like you, they need. It's like they just need and more relative. <laughs> you need to be able to plan ahead. I guess that's what the maneuvers are theoretically for, except for in, in this
0: case, it's too small a body and they don't work. Yeah. It's too precise when you're that like like that far apart. But I mean, it's the equivalent of trying to rendezvous with your own other crop, right? So it's the same deal. Sort of, except... They don't have gravity wells.
2: Well, yeah, but uh, it's because it's a in solar orbit. It's like the orbit yeah. is so wide to start with, Yeah. it's actually really difficult to make precise enough adjustments with the manoeuvre node system yeah. to actually get get it to go together. Mm. Whereas in like regular orbit around the planet, that's like, quite a small range.
3: Yeah, much easier. So, yeah. <laughs> there was that. And then, thinking of all the small things that I played, well, I guess we...
2: There was quite a bit more Guild Wars, because there was the mysterious April update, which was like... They're done with the living story for now, so now they're doing, like, a regular-ass like fixing things and making things better update. (laughs) They
1: patched a few things, didn't they? Like,
3: skins and... Yeah.
1: What was the phrase? You you talked about this before briefly, but you you gave it a name, didn't you? (laughs) um... Did I? Uh, quality of life I think you described it that's what they say so yeah it's
2: like they've just sort of vaguely it hasn't really changed that much apart from sort of they've changed a few of the skills and stuff Well, not really the skills like the traits so in some cases it's like you well basically they reset all the characters skill points or trait points rather so it's just like now you have to go in there and try to remember what you were even trying to do and then be (laughs) like is the thing I was trying to do the same any longer? <laughs> yeah, we went, we, Rob did that as well on his character, but I went through all my characters and remembered that I couldn't remember what most of my characters were for, <laughs> apart from my main one. <laughs> but I guess it doesn't matter, because they were, most of my other characters are level 80, so they're not far enough through the game that it even matters what they're spec for at that point. You just change it whenever. So we did of them out of that, and I'm nearly. I've nearly made it to 200 gold at which point I can start spending gold because there's a fucking achievement for having 200 gold. And I'm like, well, I'm never going to get there if I spend it. No, you've got to <laughs> save. is there anything you want to buy that's
0: expensive that you'll never yeah.
2: afford with 200 gold? Like once I get to 200 gold and I can actually spend money, the first thing I'm going to do is, well, I'm thinking about spending like 20-odd gold to buy influence for our guild just so we can unlock more guild storage space because we never have enough space to store stuff, even though it's only me and Rob.
1: it's just filled with food, though. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And excess materials.
2: Yeah. But just imagine how much more space... Like, all, our, all my bank space is full of...
3: Yeah. And the, that was the thing that I thought carries. was
1: going to be
2: fixed in this patch when they introduced the skin system. Because a lot of the stuff that I have in my bank is like... Well, skins, basically, mm. like things that don't necessarily have stats, or some things which do have stats, but they're not the stats that I care about, but they have a fancy skin.
3: Yeah.
2: And I thought, oh, the skin system will solve that because all these skins will go into the skin bank system. Except not really because the item skins that I have that you get, that you used to get from the events, they still count as like an item because they allow you to change, to, Apply that skin to something without using a transmutation charge, which is what the new skin library uses to to change all the skins. Mm-hmm. So they're still actually worth basically keeping if you're ever going to use that skin, because they save you the transmutation charge of applying the skin to the object. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got rid of quite a few of them, like the ones that I'm probably not ever going to use, like the stupid Watchworks shoulders that are just hella ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll just u- unlock that skin by. Using one of those and then delete
3: the other four that I've got. <laughs> so, yeah, went through my bank and saved a few slots, but not enough. Unlock that bigger guild bank and then wow. spend
2: a whole bunch of money. It's like now that once I get to that 200 gold and I can spend money, I don't know if I'm actually going to, but you know, I could start spending ludicrous amounts of money on
1: high level crafting and high level items. It's kind of a rough part of, or a not so fun part of being in MMO land, is you have to make decisions about what you want to keep all the goddamn time. It's like, well, that's, do, I, that's do I want all this stuff? that's because, because like, they Most want... of the time it's no, because, you know, uh, you'll never, you should never care. But the completionist and the, I don't know, the gamers in me, it's just like, just but keep everything, surely. Yeah. I can't even be asked doing that in Buddy Talks, like, two let alone in a Guild Wars. Well,
0: it's because, of, I mean, in Guild Wars... They're preying on that because they want
2: to sell more bank space. Yeah. <laughs> Good for it, is, it is intentional,
1: and you feel it occasionally. You're just like, it would be really cool if I just had more. But you twist, twist, fucking twist keep,
2: bank. like, old old collected, like, tools, old harvesting tools that are totally useless
1: because we're never going to go to the place where you can use them again. It doesn't take up that much of my space, like, maybe four slots. Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: There's, there's things where I'm not so, I, I'm not so involved in Guild Wars I don't know whether they're relevant or not. It's well, yeah. stuff that kind of annoys me. It's like, I, I'm sure I have a few items hanging about where it's just like, do I want this? Or I've got blueprints hanging about in my bank on the off chance that once we finish the main story, we'll do World versus World. World versus World stuff or something but like that. The thing is, are you and ever even, going to to deploy these blueprints? Yeah, that's the because other it's, thing. Is that, like, would I just keep them because I know they're consumable? Are, are they just well, going? and because
2: you wouldn't necessarily know what to do with them even. Because well, yeah, it's like you, just, you probably <laughs> yeah. just end up wasting them by accident. I'm <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I built this, I built, built this catapult in a place which is not actually helpful <laughs> to our team.
1: <laughs> but that's what I'd be playing with you, presumably, because I don't play. Well, it. I don't know that stuff play... either. Uh,
2: <laughs> I have a had of goddamn blueprint
3: hanging about, taking up space. Goddamn it! So yeah, that's guild wars. And then I also didn't really actually play FTL because I. <laughs>
2: Advanced edition. I, well, no, that's why I didn't play. I played regular, FL. Ah, fair enough. Partly so I could, like, get back into it and remember what the fuck that game was like, but also to see, like, you can still see some of the advanced edition stuff in the regular game, but more like the UI improvements and stuff. Cool. Which is quite nice, actually, in some cases. Like, there's just a button to save what position your crew are in, so after you've fucked around at the end of, at the, end of the fight, you can just go go back to where you were. <laughs> go back to your proper location. Of so <laughs> With one that's,
1: button, push. That's, that's neat, actually.
2: And there are some actual gameplay changes that have trickled down as well. Like, now you can man the door system and the sensor system with extra crew. Which is actually funny, because it's like, you can level up your doors beyond level 3 now. You can have level 4 doors if you have a dude in the door control room. Yeah, right. So you can have super hard doors. That could be quite useful. I never went past level 2 doors even before. Because the, the I, did, I didn't think it was worth the cost to go to level 3 doors. Mm.
3: Level 2 doors slowed them down enough. And fires and all that. But the sensor room, putting a guy in the sensor room is maybe actually worth it. Because whoever fucking upgrades their sensors... Mm. so if you've got an extra crew member you may as well put them in there and just uh, get an auto upgrade free upgrade so yeah that was that played some more of that and uh, and also unfortunately well sort of annoyingly to me it
2: unlocked one of the ships that I didn't have because they changed the unlock progression
4: (laughs) ah
1: so you sort of already had achieved it or something
4: well no
2: it was because well yeah I sort of I guess because what they've done is now you can unlock all the ships in two different ways, which is either you do the quest line of his in the game, mm. or you finish the game with the previous ship, or get to set... I don't know if you actually have to finish it, or whether you only have to get to sector eight. No. So if you d- get to that point in the game with the, the previous ship in the unlock chain, then it unlocks the next one. And I'd already got the previous ah. ship in that chain, and it unlocked the one that I didn't have. <laughs> that
1: seems quite a lot easier.
2: Yeah, it is kind of a lot easier. And so I was like... I don't want to use that ship. I didn't. I didn't legitimately earn that ship. I still haven't got the secret ship because that's on its own le- like little separate panel where it's like you don't get that one just from having the previous ones. So I still don't have the secret ship. And there's only one new ship in the advanced edition, which is the other thing. It's a weird ship. It basically has like some of the new stuff: the clone vein, and the hacking
3: and the new alien dudes. Cool. The, the new alien dudes seem possibly awkward because it's just like they. <laughs> They don't need to
2: breathe, which you think is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's slightly actually worse than that because they don't need to breathe, but they also suck all the oxygen out of the room. <laughs> so it's not just they don't passively need to breathe, they actively make it non breathable
1: <laughs> That's quite funny.
2: Which has some so, like, tactical implications, you I'm just sure. just put
1: them in a room of fire.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're good at putting out fire because they just suck all the oxygen out while they're fighting the fire. That's
1: cool. <laughs> that could be real interesting.
2: And I bet that would be interesting to be a boarding party. You oh, yeah. Have two or three of them as your boarding party and then whatever room they go in, all the enemies take extra damage.
3: <laughs> That's kind of cool. But then you wouldn't be able to set five so. You don't set five things on while your crew's there, <laughs> <laughs> ideally. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I haven't actually done the advanced edition stuff yet. I And also, I'm not sure whether they've changed the balance of the old game, but I came across a couple of situations on the couple of runs I played on the on like normal difficulty of the uh, of the non-advanced edition where I was just the like yeah. Yeah,
3: where it
2: was just like wow that a- enemy was ridiculous where it's okay. like suddenly I'd come across an enemy that seemed like super ridiculously upgraded compared to what the other enemies I'd just been fighting were that just destroyed me and I was like well shit hmm. that was that intentional or was that just a totally random occurrence because there was one case where
0: I just, it was like It's not good if they screwed up the balance by patching the previous one.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, when you can man the subsystems, that actually does sort of change the balance. Yeah. And I did notice a couple of new events had trickled into the old version. Like, there was a place where you can hire mercenaries that wasn't a shop where you'd normally hire dudes. (laughs) And, like, a lot of the shops now have two pages. Uh So they have, like, more different stuff available per shop. Cool. So, yeah, that kind of changed things. But yeah, I jumped into this situation where I had the long range scanner so I could see what was coming up. And the route I had to go through where I didn't have a choice. I had to go through was two fucking iron storms. And I was like, shit, I hate iron storms because it basically means you can only use half your capacity, like half your reactor energy, which inevitably means you can only have half your systems turned on. So I walked into this thing and there was like an enemy there, of course, as Mm -hmm. there would be. And I was like, well, shit, I'll just turn on my shields have maximum shields sure, and just like sit there and then basically I had, all I had turned on was my maximum level shield so full four bars of shields and like one laser that penetrates shields. Sure. So I was like eventually I'll kill this I'll thing. I'll get through <laughs> it
0: eventually. I'll just
2: bore I just the have shit. to sit here and tank it but I couldn't it's like it turned out I couldn't tank it like somehow this enemy because the same iron effect applies to the enemies as well. Of course, So yeah. it should have had half capacitor. But it was still running more than enough guns and drones to get through my fucking fully max level shields. God damn it. And I was like, well, fuck. And then before I realised that what I should have done is turn my engines on and just walked out, because I didn't have my engines on at all, my jump drive wasn't charging was while I really? was figuring this yeah.
3: out. And then it was too late.
2: You couldn't jump out? No, no, drop. <laughs> Boom.
3: So that was kind of sucky.
0: Deal. Yep. That was that. I wonder if I can play that on. They're getting me a laptop, <laughs> but it'll be a Mac,
3: right? I wonder if
0: I can play that shit on a Steam if I own it, which I do.
3: Um, uh, be Yeah, almost certainly, yeah.
0: probably. I wonder if I can play on that thing.
3: Although I did notice when I was playing it, it like
2: it uses an unusually large amount of my CPU power. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, That's weird. I guess it's just uh, thinking. Yeah, like lazily optimized or something. Like <laughs> even on the menu, it still uses a weirdly high amount of power. Really? Yeah.
1: Mysterious. That's the
2: screen. So yeah, that was that. And then another thing that I also didn't really play that much of, but there's not much more to say about it, I guess, was more bravely default. Oh yeah. Because I have got Get to the end of that. Sort of. I got to the fourth world after we've been through these parallel goddamn worlds. And it's gotten to the point where basically your team has finally figured out that the fairy is the evil. Guy, like they finally come to the conclusion that this was the bad guy all along, and <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have trusted the fairy as much as we did. Oh no! What have we done? Yeah, Lol. mainly because mainly because one of your the guy on your team who had amnesia from the start of the game, <laughs> he gets his memory back. He remembers. Oh yeah, <laughs> he gets his memory back, and he re- remembers that he's actually from like World Minus One. He was like from the world before where your team failed and died, and he got sent through by himself. Ah. <laughs> But now there's four of you, so maybe you'll be able to do never. But yeah. But then, so you get, at the point where you're getting, getting to World 4 and they finally decided that, obviously, the fairy is the evil bad guy, as if that hadn't been hell obvious all along to me, at least. <laughs> and then, so that and then it's like, it's sort of, your team is sort of getting to the point where it's like it's not all fun and games any longer. They're actually sort of getting pissed. <laughs> where it's like,
4: we haven't do this fun shit again!
2: <laughs> but then, so I went into World 4, and like they discover from the guy getting his memory back. It's like the the fairy, the pattern on the fairy's wings is in the shape of a number, and it's counting down with ah. every world we go through. Ba, ba, ba. And so logically, you would think that means kill it fucking now. Don't let it count down any further. But no, apparently we're going to make it count down to the, to zero because <laughs> for no apparent
1: reason. I no, suppose to not, do any of them actually know what's going to happen? <laughs> well, no, but
2: which which. In that situation where you don't know the outcome in either case, which one do you think would be the better outcome? Kill it now, or wait for this number which is going down to finish going down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Might, she might be your only ride back to where you were, though. I don't think it matters where you were, because you're just, like, you're in a parallel world that's exactly the same, <laughs> pretty much. Just a few minor differences. So, yeah, I got the World 4. But now the first World 4 is where they've started remixing the bosses, where it's like you get fucking basically three bosses as one fight. Okay. And the first one of those I've come across sucks. Mainly because it's a. You fight, you fight this Black Mage guy, and in the previous world you fight him by himself, and he's well easy. Because he's yeah. like one of the first jobs that you get, is <laughs> Black Mage, so he sucks. But then in this world, it's like you fo- come across him and you fight him, and it's like him and his pet dragon. Mm-hmm. And the dragon's really only there to just increase the damage output because you can't really attack the dragon because so he just heals it. Right, okay. So you just have to have basically to ignore the dragon yeah. and just kill him real fast. Before they burn you. And it's like, that's fine. So you can spec yourself for, like, magic, fire, resistance, and then just camper him or whatever I have as my plan. But the trouble with that is once you kill him, it transitions immediately into another boss fight where two more bosses turn up. Okay. <laughs> so it's him and two other guys. And that's kind of awkward. Because you're having to, because those two guys that turn up are like not magic users; you they're can't physical spec attacks. Against them. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: So You can't. So, but then, so and then, trying to pick your team for the elite four. Yeah. The
2: so then, after I, after <laughs> I worked that, work, once I would worked out that that happened, like the first time where I got to that point and just immediately died because I wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I <laughs> you didn't weren't expecting expect it. So I was like, okay, I'll slightly respect my team to try and cope with that transition. So I, I got myself into the correct like. I figured out a way to get into my usual pattern and basically ju- just direct everyone to the guy who counters everything. <laughs> and so it was just chipping away their health with counters really slowly. But the trouble is, the, wo- the one guy who attacks you the most, it's like, it's not the wizard dude, and it's not the knight dude, it's the other dude. He attacks you the most, so he gets countered the most. Mm-hmm. But when his health gets down to, like, 20%, he basically just starts exploding. <laughs> he basically <laughs> explodes every turn and does, like, 3,000 damage to everyone on the field including the enemy team, which is sort of nice, apart from you can't survive that. <laughs> it's like, if it was just him by himself, you could potentially just defend and he'd kill himself by exploding three or four times. You'd be defending and absorbing the damage. But because there's these two other guys who the other are also days. doing damage, yeah. you can't survive that much damage. That killed me. And I was like, am I just going to have to fight this thing where I'll just have to heal him to prevent him from going into explosion mode Definitely. until the other two are dead?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, you'll get through it.
2: Maybe your counter tactic, the <laughs> right tactic. I can't imagine what other tactics there would be. Um, well, I think that's maybe one of the things that I discovered about like later parts of this game is just like once I discovered the counter tactic, it's like there's basically the two tactics that I use is either the counter everything tactic or the evade everything tactic, <laughs> which is like you either use the swordmaster who has counters for. You have, like, different counters, depending on what you want. You either have you have a counter f- that reduces damage against physical attacks and counters, uh-huh. you have a counter that reduces damage against magical attacks and counters, or you have a move where you pick an enemy, and when you take damage from that enemy, you do a super reduce. counter. Right. Well, that could work. You could use that against the... Sort of, except it has to be a single target attack. So that doesn't work against the mage dude, because he does everyone attacks. Right. Okay. This is like area of effect yeah. over your whole team So, it's, and also the one where you pick an enemy target doesn't reduce damage which also oh. means you'd be taking a lot more damage right. with that one character so yeah and then there's the if you're not playing sword class, you could be a ninja and just have the evade everything attack plan but that only works if that only works if you're only taking one attack per person on a turn basically which you're not if there's three no, bosses yeah. <laughs> yeah those are the only good tactics I've discovered <laughs> mm. But yeah, I think I'll probably make that tactic work. It's just a matter of... I thought I was going to do it on the latest attempt, and I got to the second set of bosses and in the transition. But then, as usual, as is traditional, the one one of them got a, got a lucky critical hit, and it knocked off too much health. And then the guy I was using to counter-died, and before I could get him back up, they killed everyone else. In like a domino. Yeah, yeah. it just all fell apart. Yeah it's always the thing that sucks. Next time. If you just get an unlucky critical at the wrong
0: moment, it Done. all fucks up. That's the end of it. So, Can't yeah. see the time on this
1: goddamn audacity bullshit. <laughs> 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 Give me like, my gold wave bag. must have been forever. Do you want Mexican Rob to tell you? Because I can tell you from here if you want. Yeah, so. you can.
0: Sure. Mexican Rob. Mexican.
1: Mexican Rob. All right. Mexican Rob declares 20 seconds. Seriously? Nah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That right. gives you 10 seconds to talk back at <laughs> home. But no, yeah. we can keep going.
0: Okay, well, I play Gone Home. Uh, you haven't got anything else. <laughs> I probably do, but I do It was good. It's only two hours, probably worth of content. Mm. Uh, it's quite sweet. Uh, it's a nice story. Check S- it out. Sweet in the emotional
1: sense yeah. or sweet in the uh, <laughs> payoff sense? In the emotional sense, it is, in mm,
0: fact. So I sweet, it's, it's a sweet story.
1: Yeah. Sweet. It's, it's very touchy. Sweet. Yeah. Quite touching
0: quite nice I, I think they could have put a bit more detail in the environments given that's all there is to the game i mean not right. to the like letters and stuff they were beautifully done hmm. like all the handwriting and everything but the actual house it's a bit like i was hoping a little bit more detail I, I was hoping for like a um like a modern kind of not that you could quite recapture it but a modern kind of Shenmue look I'm opening drawers and shit in this house this is right, fucking yeah. insane and you it want, is a bit Shenmue
1: like you want to be able to open everything yeah. and go into every nook and every cranny well you pretty
0: much can
1: open everything and
0: look at everything Do and it works a cranny, cranny
1: without a nook I don't know it's just a thought look. nooks
0: and crannies are kind of the same thing aren't
1: they There's, well yeah I don't know supposed to what's the, the difference the between nook and a
0: cranny and crannies <laughs> It's like... People use Nook more often, though, don't they? They'll yeah. put this in this
1: Nook. You can have a Nook it. on its own. You don't go, I'm just going to shove this in the cranny. <laughs> in the cranny.
0: <laughs> that's true. Not so many crannies. Yeah. Um, don't pay too much for it. Check it out. Play it. Uh, and you'll be done. And it's good.
1: Is there... Well, other than the lack of, perhaps, detail in the house that you... Yeah. ...desire, is there any... Well, I don't know. That's that's very... Basically, it's... Is it, there anything you can say without spoiling it, I suppose? Is there,
0: well... I'll say this: There's one main story, mm-hmm. and there are kind of two uh, sub stories, but they're all based around your family. So you just turn up, and the main story is about your sister. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a kind of a story about your your dad's publishing kind of writing business and your mum, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on at her work. But the main story is about your sister, and um, you know how she's doing at school and, and what
1: what happens. So how does it does it? How does the game it's game clever. you in like? <laughs> You know, in in discovering things in the right order. Yeah, it or- does. It okay. gates you it basically
0: gates you around the house in quite a in a not super clever, but there are like locked doors. But mm. it, it does lead you around in a fairly basically you do
3: the the uh the left hand or wing first, mm. and then you you do upstairs and then you do the
0: basement and then you do the right wing and then you do the attic. Okay. That's so, basically how. Okay, so yeah, it
1: does force you in an order, so you're not like, just piecing together the story, well, or no. you couldn't exactly go to the payoff immediately.
0: No, you I couldn't, see. and it's not too confusing. I didn't get lost and have to traipse around too much. I mean, there's well, loads of detail in there. It's just a house, yeah, uh, and and there are like secret passages and stuff that they they become, you know, like hidden compartments and things But they become.
1: I was like, what kind of fucking house is this? It's <laughs> a crazy,
0: like, spooky yeah. house. That's mm. the idea. Is that it's like the weird. Psycho House, and she's uh. like the girl that lives in the weird psycho house. But I think it's just an old house. Like it seems like because it's like um, it's raining outside and like a l- thunderstorm and stuff. It's like, is this going to be a spooky, spooky ghost? Ooh, spooky oh, ghost! The jump scare! Yeah. But uh, but uh, you'll find out. No,
1: there's no jump scares. There's no jump scares. Bah! There you go, jump
0: scares. There was one bit where a light
3: bulb, um, uh, you know, went. Ding. That was like ding, and I was like, what was that? Yes. <laughs> That's, yeah. not what was that noise? What? Well, it did go ting.
0: Yeah, but like. They, they, I, they, they tend to go ting when you turn the light yeah, on. Like, that's what switch, switch. didn't happen, yeah.
2: But it doesn't naturally explode that often. No. I mean, they do, but
1: I haven't it's seen much that. more
2: likely for it to happen when you're switching yeah, it on. It's yeah. a lot,
1: lot lot more likely, yeah. I, just, I only remember that happening when I was a kid. One went in my bedroom, that it just went ting. It just when went when it was on. Yeah. That's the only time I can remember. Yeah, every other yeah. time you're right. It's like you flick the switch and, you're like, and no, bugger, like, oh, it's gone.
2: Yeah, it used to happen quite a lot in, with the like light, old lights in my room because we had one of those stupid halogen things where it has four bulbs attached to a rail or whatever. Yeah. And they just sucked. <laughs> yeah, they, they and also suck. the power in our in my house is not incredibly stable at the best of times, so right. presumably you they just, just blow out those, all the
1: time. Presumably, you could just use LED bulbs in those now. Yeah,
2: probably. Yeah, those halogen bulbs were those. Like, they fucking make a really loud noise compared to clocks, the yeah compared to the regular.
3: So I've never noticed
1: with one the ones because I have halogen bulbs or did apartment. have halogen bulbs and no, no in the kitchen oh yeah. yeah um in my house and i've never they, they've they died uh, but i've never been there when they died
2: <laughs> right they yeah. make a really loud popping noise it's not like a ting
3: it's like pow <laughs> mm. yeah so yes check that out it's really sweet like i said in <laughs> well, both in both
0: senses well written yeah and not quite well acted there's there's like audio diaries sort of mm. that you kind of come across the pieces, so what instead of coming across like tapes, well, you do come across tapes, mm. but they're, they're always like tapes of music that are important. Then you put oh, them okay. in cassette players, they're yeah, actual see. physical audio tapes because right. it's set in 1995, so there's like VCR tapes mm. and actual cassette tapes. Um, so there's no actual real uh spoken dialogue, there is, but okay. there, it's what happens is you find an object like a letter and you read it, and then it, it kind of prompts oh, I see. Okay. It, uh, a bit of diary. And what actually happens is yeah you you eventually find the real diary where those entries are actually coming from mm. by the end of the game you found the the, the thing where those di- those the things you've heard have been actually right, coming from which makes sense because you're kind of piecing together the story mm. but you get kind of preview of what was happening or it's it's quite cleverly told, and uh, yeah, the acting's pretty good for that for that character. Yeah, uh, that's cool. But
1: it, well, it seems like you know ha- having come off the back of sort of enjoying games like Dear Esther, I suppose. Yeah, or something. it's it's something all the, those and lines. And the storyless Proteus, sort of like in that yeah. same area. It's like I don't know. I think I I could probably enjoy it, but I still struggle or have a hard time, as you said, sort of alluded to earlier, in the money value against. Oh yeah, like it's a that. very
0: simple story, but but I mean it's the same as buying a... DVD or something. Oh, but
1: I mean what is it though now it's like it's sort of, it was that weird eleven pound range wasn't it um, right
0: that seems a bit much but I mean I, I can't knows. remember or is it
1: eight sort of seven eight but it's like I, don't I know. can't remember I don't know where I'd be now don't buy it in it's the sale I don't know yeah it's sort of almost perhaps another one of those
3: games that perhaps is carrying the this is art price tag or... I think it has in I think it has less like I don't know as I. I think it has less content than um, the Stanley Parable,
1: probably. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, even even Stanley Parable
3: falls into that category. Yeah, it's a good it's a good shout. Yeah, that one's more kind of meta art, whereas this yeah. is more straightforward, like traditional storytelling mm. art
0: in a new context. But it's not trying to sure sure. It's not trying to talk about it,
3: its own medium in any way. It's just trying to tell a story. Yeah. That's quite a good, quite a nice little sweet little story. Intriguing. Cool. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Really? Pretty much, I played Nintendo Land. I played Mario 3D World, which I
0: already talked about. That's pretty which good. Do you
1: want to play, um, but I will gate myself to, to it. Yeah, <laughs> Not,
3: like I'll I said run up
0: to it. Nintendo Land was pretty cool. Um, I'm thinking of getting, now I've seen the Quick Look for and how the graphics look a bit better, I'm thinking of getting uh, Dark Souls 2 on PC when it comes out. Oh, really? I don't know if... You're thinking of it? Yeah. Because
1: Zach so, wasn't enamored with it. Really? Well, well with Dark Souls 1. You can play enough of Dark Souls 1 to really. I mean, make it's not much
0: different, I don't think. But, I mean, uh, I saw Hope playing it, and then mm. I've seen the giant monkeys go kind of crazy over it. Yeah, they love them. it. And uh, it looks pretty nice on PC. Not not amazing, but. No, I mean, it's, so but it's a
1: good port. It's
0: a decent port this time, yeah, which is different. So, I'm kind of tempted by that. Oh, but, yeah, so... that was the other
1: thing I did briefly. I don't know if it's worth talking about, but I did go play some more DMC, and I still fucking love that game. Yeah, your fave. <laughs>
3: Is that game of the year?
1: No, we didn't. No. We didn't give it that. In the end. we gave it to Rogue Legacy. In the end.
3: Oh yeah, fair enough. Cool. Thanks for
0: joining us for the sidecast, And now we've overrun.
1: Yeah. Easter bumper well, special. In fairness, that's not as much of an overrun as we have done. Thanks to this aud- audacity business. Well, we don't have to have awkward cuts.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, we true. have. We
1: just have awkward goodbyes. Awkward goodbyes <laughs> that last
0: forever. So, just uh, <laughs> well, sometimes funny. I think it's time the Mackie D time potentially Let's get burged. Yeah, it's not to get... <laughs> doesn't sound as good as getting feet. No,
1: it doesn't. get burgged. Getting burged. Sounds is. like I've got some sort of... Sounds like a punishment. Giant mountain coming up towards you. <laughs> yeah. I think I we've know. made
0: that Orber-
3: track is a city as well, isn't it? In the in the kind of uh, sc- Scottish sense. What? I'm getting developed? Like town planning? I'm getting burgged. are <laughs> getting burgged. Like yeah. Edinburgh, Borough. Yeah. bug.
1: I'm <laughs> <and> becoming reorganized, <laughs> like a bad game of SimCity. I know what we didn't talk about in news. I'm being made into a residential
0: district. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual successor to Alpha Centauri Oh yeah. So anyway, be... yeah. Uh, oh
2: my <laughs> Zach God. is not abused I'm entirely like, oh, unimpressed by that. Yeah, oh, like it's just going to be a fucking, reskin. It's a, skin, Sim it's a DLC yeah. for Survive. Yeah, not even going to be a proper new game. Yeah, yeah. unless I'm... they do actually, you know, they could. Like the tr- I was thinking about it, because it's like, I don't think they can go back. They've done the same thing that SimCity's done, where they like, they simplified it, which did, in, Civ- in Civ's case, made it better in some ways. In some ways. But they can't go back. They can't re-complicate it, which is what you'd have to do for Apple because you can't exactly have like the unit editing thing, and the like no. dynamically changeable landscape and stuff. All the cool stuff. Yeah, all the cool things about Apple Day Joy.
1: We shall see. Yeah, let's, well, they, I, I think they're going to have to somehow come up with some new mechanics of some kind, but I can't think what they would be, which yeah. is come up with something, but it not yeah, as good on as a bit of a role though of late, aren't they, for access so Well I mean I like yeah. 5 a lot and <laughs> Yeah, but that was ages ago. Yeah, but XCOM was great. Big fan so. of XCOM, yeah.
0: yeah. That was freaking sweet.
1: So yeah. I was I was sort of more interested in the fact that Alpha Centauri didn't come up in the discussion more often like everyone's just saying oh it's Civs going to space and it's like well they, they sort of did that on Reddit they're talking about Alpha Centauri. Yeah. yeah but you know in sort of like the news posts that's true this, it's because it's all the new people who like Civ
2: 5 and didn't like any of the Civ 4 don't, don't know about the I history of this.
1: Oh, I suppose they're being newsy
3: and it's like let's not talk about old things I guess because it's not new cool okay for the now end now end
1: Bye guys.
0: I oh, know. I need to go get
3: something. Catch yep.
0: you next time, Mexican Rob. Say goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Are we gonna get a bye from Zach.
0: No, I'm too hungry.
3: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.